So, Brent, mm-hmm. uh, we're recording this someday, 27th of December, uh, mm-hmm. two days after Christmas, and uh, this will be our last show of the year. I'm not even sure what dates are anymore. I'm not sure when this will come out. Um, I guess this will come out on the 29th. This will be our last show of the year as well. Yes, yeah. Crazy. Um, but uh, the audience your, says, yeah. finally. Yeah, right? Big sigh mm-hmm. of relief. Everything's going to change. Two days after this is all we got left of the year after this recording uh, releases. Yep. And uh, and then everything's going to change. 2021, everything is, everything is the, the sun will be brighter. The vaccines will be plentiful. Um, yep. Restaurants will survive and it won't, we won't all be going to just Taco Bell as a yep. big conglomerate. Um, everything's going to be better. So uh, on that note, hope hope you guys' Christmas was, was good. And uh, Brent, how was yours? It was Christmas. Mm. Back to you. You said it, sir. <laughs> well, that wasn't as... I was about to take a drink. I didn't even get a drink oh, in the yeah. time you said yours. Okay, I'll, I'll vamp a little bit. Okay, right. and I'm done. Since good. You drink. Yeah, I'm finished. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not a fan of the holiday, mm-hmm. as you and the listeners know, but I survived it. And, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, that's about as, as far as I can, can go with it. Like it was, it was well, fine. Good. It was, it was Christmas. I, uh, um, did I, I have no more words or was thoughts. It? No, we did not have snow. We had there snow the week prior mm-hmm. to that, but, uh, nothing on the day. That's Matter of fact, it was like, uh, for you. 55, 60, something like that oh, wow. here. So it was, it was a uh, decent weather. Yeah. That's actually yeah. pretty nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was kind yeah. of that way here as well. We had, a we had really warm weather. Down in Houston, it's been like 70-something degrees sometimes. Oh, my God. I thought about this. Once Beautiful. COVID's over, I usually want to go somewhere cold and snowy uh, for Christmas. Uh, you know, Oklahoma doesn't have snow a ton, but at least mm-hmm. it's cold. Uh, but then, like, the winter, it's, like, dreary, overcast cold. It's not very fun. Um, mm-hmm. So sorry you live there, Brent. But uh, I thought, you know, after COVID times and stuff, uh, maybe maybe we should have people down here for Christmas. Come come do a Houston Christmas. We can go sit on the patio by the palm trees in like seventy degree weather and have margaritas. I don't know. That's what we do. So. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. Kind of right. So. <laughs> maybe next year. Maybe the year after that. I don't know. Well, we're gonna have people down. Well, look. Maybe you and uh, your lovely wife Amanda need to go down to Antarctica for Christmas one year. Just hang out. <laughs> hang out in the the cold weather. You can't mm-hmm. say it's not cold. That's true. Though with global warming, uh, it's probably heating up yeah, a little bit we only but i feel years. like you can find a a nice glacier to camp out on you Ooh. know mm-hmm. hang out with the narwhals and the penguins oh fuck yeah wear a light jacket <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know yeah uh maybe a bottom bow tie or something see how it feels possibly yeah yeah keep it fancy yeah you know for sure mm-hmm. for sure yeah is that just like a bottom bow tie uh listen to those outtakes guys is that just a cummerbund no different Different. Yeah, it's like a bow tie, but around your dick. But neck. if you did have a cummerbund, you could, you know, you could be like an accessory, like they, they could match. Yeah, but that would be like, that would have to be lower, right? Yeah. So in relation from an actual bow tie you wear around your uh, head neck, mm-hmm. uh, the cummerbund is around the like waist yeah. or whatever, right? Mm-hmm, I've never mm-hmm. worn one, but. You never worn a um, cummerbund? I've never, never Missing have. Out. Never been. Missing yeah. out, son. Nah, did you wear not. one for your wedding i've worn them for weddings it was more like an 80s thing i feel i wore it when i was like mm. a uh, a ring bearer yeah uh i've worn blue ones i've worn pink ones man i've i've rocked a cummerbund on a dance floor so mm-hmm. just saying 
they should come back in style. I, I don't like for casual wear. <laughs> I think those are just called fanny packs. I think you just want fanny packs. Yeah, I want a cummerbund that has like a zipper and I can put stuff in it, right? Yeah, is that a fanny pack? Yeah, nail clippers. Oh, not on airplanes, but everywhere. A else. slingshot. Oh, yeah. What else would you put in a fanny pack? A Chap- second slingshot. <laughs> a second chapstick. Second set of nail clippers. Just like, you like uh, you everything? Yeah. Do you have just two fanny packs? Side by yeah, side? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one on each cheek, essentially. <laughs> so that boom, 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 boom. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's right. That looks good. I could picture it. I mean, it. it's, it's something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Christmas. Uh, Christmas was fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, kind of kind of disappointed for us a little bit. Um, Amanda, my wife, had a a slight COVID scare. A, a client, or a, not a client, a, a representative that came in the office to give them Christmas treats. Um, the next day, found out she was positive. So, just out of an abundance of caution, we've been quarantining. We're going to test again. So we didn't meet up with her parents, even though we're going to do it outside and all that stuff, and try to be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, decided just to wait. Um, so we're going to get tested soon. So we just did like a. Mm-hmm. A Christmas at home, just the two of us and our dog, and it was actually quite nice. Um, you know, they we kind of exchanged foods with food with them that we had all made, just did our own things at our own houses, and hopefully we get together. But uh, it was pretty nice just doing our own thing. And honestly, this year, after watching a ton of horror movies for uh, um, Halloween time, uh, I just started watching a bunch of Christmas horror movies. So I'll get into that today too. But um, yeah. what do you say we just jump right into it? And uh, we're doing it. I'm Stephen. I'm Brent. Hey, welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. So, uh, yeah. Now, Stephen, I want you to make sure that uh, you get the results you desire on your COVID test. So I've actually created a study guide here for you. Oh, wow. And um, I just want to make sure you guys are prepared. Um, Oh, please. So question one. Do you have COVID? No, the test is supposed to help me answer that, right? I, okay, I wasn't, I wasn't ready for that. Do you have a one, one A or one B? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Oh God, <laughs> it's a big Indi- manual. Index. Make more than one question. Fuck. Okay. Um, oh, that was it. I'm just, I'm just going to. Okay, yeah. Just say like, no, I don't have it. When you get up there, okay, to the thing, and they'll be like, yeah, okay, that seems legit. Oh, that- this. Oh, you, oh you know what? This guy seems like he's studied. Okay. <laughs> well, I had he's a prepared. friend. <laughs> yeah. I had a friend help me. <laughs> I'm glad you so. did. I'm bad at tests. Yeah? No, nah, I'm actually really good at tests. Damn it. Of you course. know how people say that? They're like, oh, I'm just really bad at tests. Not that I'm bad at school. No, I was really good at... I was probably bad at school. I was really good at tests. And then people are like, yeah. man, this guy's smart. And I'm like, smart enough to take your stupid tests. <laughs> <laughs> In college one time, I got a, I went to class, like a <clears throat> finance class, got our test back. I got a 100. I don't know how. It was a fluke. I, I thought I would have gotten a good grade, but I got a 100. And then uh, my teacher wasn't there yet. And uh, I was just like, I, I got a 100, so I don't feel like I need to be here. And I just left. And uh, <laughs> it was a great day. I, just, yeah. I, just, I was already at school. I drove 30 minutes to be there. And I was like, fuck this. I, I know everything. I don't need yeah. to be here for this. And I stood ballot, you know, to this day. Where where did you go? That was at OSU Tulsa at the time. No, I mean like where where did you go? Like when you left? Not a strip club. Okay, <laughs> that's for sure. No, 
Yeah, no, it wasn't. No, I just went home. I think I was in class. My teacher, I saw him like in the hallway and I was like, I could sneak out right now. And he wouldn't notice. And, uh, and I did. We might have quickly made eye contact, but he was like, I could see it in his eyes. He was like, you made a hundred. I get you. You can leave. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm leaving. I, you I just scared him class. down. <clears throat> yeah. And then I flexed my bottom bow tie. Yeah. And, um, it's, it spins. Mine did at the time. <laughs> of course. I was in college. Makes a whistling uh, or a, yeah, you heard a it. zipping noise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then I just went home and uh, I don't know, probably took a nap. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Well, good. Congratulations on passing that one. I'm just and good at tests. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, good. I'm you, hoping you have this one in the bag, I feel. Yeah. I even yeah. said, I don't know if it was to you or another friend, I was like, it's like, uh, I hope we get our, our COVID test back positive. I mean, negative. I just meant like in a good mm-hmm. way. In a good way yeah. that they're negative, you know. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that that stands. Yeah, and then we'll move on. What so. if you get your test back and it's one of those emojis where it's like the two eyes and then the straight line across? And you're like, <laughs> wait, what? What does this? What does this mean? I don't it's, like this. I don't. I don't. I'm used to either a, a smiley face or a frowny face, uh-huh. and you've given me neither. Yeah. They're like, okay, well, here, let us fix that. And they like take it and fix it. And it's just the two eyes. They've erased the mouth altogether. Oh, like, no. what about this? So this is like Neo in the Matrix, like mm. toward the beginning of the movie where he's being interrogated, you know? Oh, yeah. And he didn't have the mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or everyone's favorite version of Deadpool from Wolverine Origins. Oh, yeah. My favorite. Absolutely. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those new ones where he has a mouth and he can talk like fucking stupid. That's like, so weird. He's not even known for his quips. Like, get out of here with that. Yeah. The mark with the mouth? Tell you what. Tell you what. Guys, what if we just... Uh, <laughs> I'm spitballing here. Why don't we take away his mouth and his ability to be funny? Uh, I guess. I and what know. if we do it with horrible CGI? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic ideas. And then we'll blame it on the internet for leaking the film before it's released. <laughs> it's your Remember fault. That? Yeah, I kind of do, yeah. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah that's the reason, cool. guys. That's why it didn't make Sure. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's one I don't really need to revisit. That's why I like yeah. that they revisit it in Deadpool. Okay. It just kills them. It's great, because that's all anybody ever needs to see of it. Mm-hmm. Well, um, <clears throat> as I said, I've been watching a lot of different Christmas movies and, and such. Uh, I did want to mention that you had asked me the last episode or so, how many times I'd seen the night before, and it did kind of trail off because it was replaced by a different movie this year for me. Oh uh, my god! I know we we watch Die Hard every year, of course, at Christmas, and uh, and a lot throughout the month. But we had been putting it off because we've been doing movie nights with my wife's parents on their uh, back porch on the projector, and uh, in Houston it, it, at night it has actually been getting cold enough that it was kind of hard to do that. So we weren't watching movies this whole month, but we kept waiting to watch it with them because uh, at least her dad is a non-believer of Die Hard being a Christmas movie. So we wanted to force that upon his eyes and mm-hmm. we were waiting and we waited so long that we didn't even watch Die Hard until like December 20th. And once we finally did at home alone, cause we, we didn't get a chance to watch it with them. I was home like, alone? Mm-hmm. I watched that a lot too. Die <laughs> Hard as a kid. That was really good. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, so once I did watch Die Hard, I watched Die Hard like, Every day and sometimes twice a day. I've seen it six times since the 20th. (laughs) I watched it like every day up until the day. It was great. So 
um yeah it still holds up and it's fantastic Mm -hmm. so uh that one that one's kind of crowded my space uh, the last few days but i've watched some other stuff and uh i think you have a few things on your your list as well you've been watching did you want to get started i I do i i want to uh to um comment on the diehardness of it all Mm. um we have watched that on christmas day um for the past couple of years uh we Mm. didn't this time because Mm -hmm. i was like you know what? I feel like this is turning into a tradition, and uh, you don't like that. not a fan. Yeah, not a fan of tradition. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I like that movie quite a bit, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Mm, maybe not. Yeah, maybe not this year. So that's okay. We yeah, we didn't do it. So um, you haven't seen it at all this year. No. Did you watch it a different? I day? don't think so. Unless it was like on TV somewhere, yeah, yeah. and it was just like part of it or whatever. But uh, no, I haven't officially like sat down to watch that movie gotcha. specifically. Um, and I'll never watch it again. Uh, fuck that movie. <laughs> like I got too close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what about Carl? I love Carl. Yeah. It, you know what? Zack Snyder released the Carl cut Ugh, of Die Hard. Yeah. Where it's just it's like just intercut footage from Family Matters <laughs> with Die Hard. I'll watch that. Is he in any of the sequels? Um, Do you know? I don't think so. I feel. Oh no, he is briefly in the second one because I did watch the second one this year. It's also oh. a Christmas movie. Uh, it's just not mm-hmm. as good, I think. Um, but it takes place like just in an airport as they're yeah. waiting for his like John McClane's wife to land and everything. Uh, but I feel like there's a part where he calls him on the phone and it's like really brief. Um, but other than that, it's like uh, they're like, oh, we had, we didn't, couldn't get Carl again, so we got this fucking guy Sam Jackson for the third one. You know. Yeah, they tried to shoehorn that in and whatever. Mm-hmm. Sam Jackson's amazing. Fine. But like, I want my Carl, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So or it's just me or his son, Carl's juniors, you know? Yep. Either one makes makes burgers. Oh, and oddly horny <laughs> commercials. <laughs> I'll go for the horny commercials. The burgers mm-hmm. haven't really sold me yeah that's just me um well since we're here talking about christmas why don't you start uh, mm-hmm. with some of the uh, the christmas movies that uh, you had watched recently because uh, you've yeah. got some doozies yeah uh kind of all the same movie as well all the same movie exactly i i've been texting you about this you had recently said that you watched well yeah and i want to i do want to ask you about this because you had recently said you watched the uh 2019 remake of the movie black christmas Yes, And uh, the original came out in 1974. There was a remake in 2006 and then the most recent remake in 2019. Uh, remind me your thoughts, if you don't mind, of the 2019 movie. I think it was um, a little bit of like, I had heard that it was not good. Uh-huh. <coughs> Excuse me. My voice is trying to, <coughs> I feel like uh, Hollywood is trying to uh, block out my thoughts on this. Oh, wow. Uh, I don't yeah. know what's happening. Um, You're not allowed. And of course. Oh, oh, sweet. And Adobe is trying to do an update. Ma'am, <laughs> you know you, what? Adobe. Here we go. Here we go again. Everything is trying to trip me up over yeah. this, but guess what? I will persist. Anyways, uh, Black Christmas 2019, not not good. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember being confused by it, and uh, I honestly can barely even remember what the, yeah. the story was. Uh, I think there was like some supernatural shenanigans that came into play toward the end of the movie, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I remember not liking it, um, but you know, it was something to, uh, something different to watch, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And, uh, I'll put a spoiler tag in the, about all of these. Cause I, I definitely want to say, I won't like, spoil the, the original one very much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I want to definitely talk about the 2019 one a little bit. So, um, 
it's uh i i hadn't seen i had seen the 2006 one a long time ago when it came out or whatever it, i remember it being not very good didn't really think much of it i was never a fan of these movies like the series or whatever didn't really understand the original never tried it uh so i got shutter again because shutter was doing a lot of cool christmas stuff uh with horror movies and everything and they're just an awesome service so um i they were playing the 1974 black christmas and i was like oh i'll finally give this a shot and it was just like a random I, i've been watching like early in the morning i get up like at 7 30 my wife is still asleep um so i i've been watching these kind of early in the morning and it was really like lovely Christmassy to me even though it was very like murdery as well yeah uh, it was very jolly and uh the 1974 one it's like it's four years before halloween comes out i had heard that this was kind of like really the precursor to the slasher film when everybody really says like halloween was it they're like no this one's it and holy shit brant the the original black christmas is fucking great uh oh cool it is so good it is like it's shown from the point of view of a uh, a lot of times the point of view of the killer it's pretty much there's a sorority house in the middle of winter most of the girls are on winter break they've gone home there's only like five girls and the like house mom left this guy was like creepily watching them he crawls into the attic and then slowly starts stalking and killing them throughout the movie that's pretty much it like there's not a whole lot to it it's like one house uh like five girls and it's all so unsettling and it's not very gory i wouldn't say but it is very dark and uh it's it's just about like a deranged guy he the he the whole time the, the big part of it is he keeps calling them and prank calling them and and giving them like all this like weird stuff he keeps like shouting stuff um like like billy and agnes these names and he'll like yell and like do different voices kind of like a He's like a woman's voice and then a male's voice, and they're just always freaked out about it, but they're like, whatever, this guy's a creep. Um, and then it's it's just like cool and simple. And then you had talked about the 2019 one, and I had tried to find the 2006 one, but it was for rent. The 2019 one was is currently on HBO Max. So I was like, oh, I'll check this one out. Even though Brent said it was shitty, like I'm in a good mood. That sure, original yeah. was really good, right? Maybe this is just a shitty remake of that holy fucking shit man <laughs> they took us this is the most simple story that you possibly could and made it so fucking weird uh as you said it turns like supernatural in the end it's like it's the same you know story as sorority girls being stalked uh but it's more of like a, a 2019 kind of post me too movement uh one of the girls was like roofied and raped and so they deal with that and it's about like the frats and they're like misogyny and all the stuff and you're like oh well maybe like it's gonna go more and it's going more into that that makes sense like for the times even though it's like the original story was just so simple and that was cool and this new one it's like man yeah they're really stretching with that but the the cast like the girls are really great um uh imogen poots is the the main one um hilarious last name by the way (laughs) um and uh and they're all pretty good and everything i thought but uh overall i was just like yeah just doesn't a great doesn't have a great feeling and then it's like, oh, they found, like, the founder of the college's busts. Uh, they had to take it down because the girls complained. And, oh, there was, like, a mysterious black substance inside. And they can put it on their foreheads and, like, make an army of men who just want to kill women and reset the balance of the world. And you're just like, what happened yeah. to the simple stalking story? It, I'm trying, I was trying to think of, like, an alternative Halloween universe. And they've done a lot of different things in that series. Uh, gotten supernatural as well but like i'm trying to like think of like a a similar way that they could have really just fucked up that simple stalking babysitter story 
and like made it just go totally off the wall where they're like well clearly michael is an alien like in the, in the remake he just rips off his mask and he's like kodos from the simpsons or something you know like it just made no sense at all and you'd be like well that's really weird they went, they took a really simple story yeah so yeah it really left a, a bad taste in my mouth it just wasn't mm-hmm. fun um it wasn't very interesting when they were trying to do all this weird stuff or whatever uh yeah. so then i had to watch the 2006 one as well and you gotta uh, complete the trilogy to complete the trilogy and this series is really fascinating to me out of all of the different ones that i've been watching recently the the jasons the freddies the michaels um and the the weirdness that they've done as well in their series but this is just a series of remakes like decades apart each time and they just slightly or you know very much change the story and it's really weird uh, the 2006 one, though, is I had heard is worse than the 2019 one. And I, I texted you. I was like, dude, if the 2019 one is a trash can, the 2006 one is a turd wrapped in McDonald's wrapper inside that trash can It is <laughs> bad. And the reason it is bad is they took the original story. Same thing. Sorority girls being stalked by a killer. But this time they were like, all right. Uh, we're going to explain who Billy and Agnes and all of those people on the phone call were. That's the entire point of the movie. So they're like, let's open up this guy's backstory. And amongst okay. that, what I had tweeted you about, or not tweeted, what I had texted you about was that uh, they've decided to make the villain, Billy, yellow. His skin is yellow. They explained mm-hmm. in the beginning, he was born with a liver disease, so his skin is yellow. His mom rejects him for that, and that kind of sets it off or whatever. And it becomes this weird fucking story. It, it is extremely gory. He chews multiple eyeballs that explode in yellow goo. It's, oh it's highly disgusting. Um, there's a whole part where he, he kills his mom. They talk about, like, in the past he had killed his mom, ate her. He's in a mental <laughs> institution, and that's where this movie picks up, like, decades later. Uh, he used to live in the house that the sorority girls now inhabit or whatever. So that's a thing. And they flashback and show this shit, Brent, where he kills his mom and then uses a cookie cutter like gingerbread cookies to punch out her skin from her back. And he bakes it and they the police come and they find him dipping these skin cookies in milk and he's eating. Oh, it. It's wow. all close up. It's all like very disgusting uh, and very weird. So it's like this whole series is just bonkers to me. Um, and overall it was fun, but that first one is so good. And I'm like, man, I don't know what the problem is that no one can make like a good remake of this or a good sequel or whatever. Like it is a cool story and everything, but, uh, yeah. an, an effective Christmas time, you know, scary tale or whatever. And, uh, man, they both just like these, uh, remakes were fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> just fucking weird, man. <laughs> so anyway, that's, that's basically all I got to say about it, but. Yeah, check out the original for sure. It's uh, I, I told you that as well, that the, the 2019 was kind of shit. It'll be interesting for you to go back and watch, uh, if and when you do, the mm-hmm. original, uh, just to be like, oh, wow, that's that's all it is. Like, it's just so, so stripped down. But uh, it, it's really effective. So when is that original one? What year is that from? 74. Gina? 74. Wow. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Then they had to. Why did they remake it twice within the past, like. 15 years i know right it's like they uh, the 2006 one i'm curious uh it had the original guy uh original direct like writer director um involved oh. uh, as like a a producer so he they like talked to him and they, and he i guess gave his blessing for them to like explore the backstory uh mm-hmm. his name is bob clark by the way bob clark directed black christmas in 1974 and then he directed in 1983 another christmas classic a christmas story 
uh which, oh, which i okay. grew up on and these movies feel very much the same they have the very same like old school kind of like um the look of them is almost like when you see like the christmas lights there's like a halo around everything it's almost like foggy mm-hmm. um it has this like really kind of like warm tones to it and everything and mm-hmm. uh but then yeah i never knew that he had directed this you know groundbreaking slasher film before one of the most beloved christmas films that people watch every year on tnt and stuff so interesting you for know, sure you know i've never seen a christmas story before i never. wondered that we might have mm-hmm. talked about that before uh briefly yeah yeah amanda's family my wife's family all despise it uh, as far as i know uh, they don't watch it for sure but they seem to yeah. actively hate it my family grew up on it uh, so i don't really watch it anymore but yeah uh i'm familiar with some of the uh like the characters just from like yeah you know pop culture or whatever uh i know there's like somebody wearing like a a rabbit costume uh-huh. or something like yep. that yep. there's a uh a lamp that's also a woman's leg that is right very sexy uh there's something with uh, oh yeah i definitely jacked off to it um and then uh, <laughs> a there's something with a, a a kid's tongue getting stuck to a pole that's right. uh-huh. or something like that yeah don't lick poles uh, definitely learn yeah. a lesson from that guy uh, uh uh ladies uh don't don't take any advice from that uh, uh, yeah. um but uh but yeah so i've uh i i know like some of the things in it and mm-hmm. i have come across it on um man i think it's like it's streaming somewhere and i thought maybe this is the year that i finally watched this and i'm like oh yeah that's right i uh i don't care for christmas there so you go guess i will not see it so, yeah and it's very yeah. christmasy like it is uh it is good it's like tnt plays it like 24 hours a day on christmas day it's like the big thing or whatever yeah. um and it's for people that like christmas a lot so mm-hmm. yeah it's not really a movie for you um yeah. go, but that's so why it's only we, for it's only for bad people is is what you're saying for the worst of the worst no i don't i don't think that's what i was for saying people at all. in prison <laughs> for any offense they're forced to watch TNT 24 hours yeah. a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but they, they're just begging for a, it's a wonderful life uh, marathon. Yeah. But it's just, it's a Christmas story. They're like, not again, damn it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. did watch a wonderful, it's a wonderful life the other day. And uh, that movie still rocks. Uh, it's so good. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Christmas story. I haven't actually seen it in a long time. And uh, now, you know, though, you don't, you can avoid that. And if you want to watch a Bob Clark movie, you can go watch Black Christmas. So uh, from 1974 so how christmasy is that i mean it's fairly christmasy but it, uh, mm-hmm. it's also got you know murders so yeah. you you don't really feel christmasy during it i feel well um so is is this guy bob clark is he like shane black and that all of his movies oh, have are uh, somewhat christmas related he's done a, a lot of things actually he did uh porky's in 1981 which is not set yeah. at christmas um oh not a lot of things i guess that was it those three movies are all the ones that i knew on his list okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure there's probably more that i don't know about oh we had yeah. a movie called children shouldn't play with dead things that's a cool title damn I feel like i've heard that before uh yeah he did uh porky's and then porky's 2 the next day and a christmas story in the same year 1983 so it's going damn. real real like teenage sex comedy and then uh beloved christmas classic at the same time mm-hmm. yeah um oh oh okay well that's that's a shame he's one of those directors that uh damn fuck uh he did something great back in the 80s you know mm-hmm. and then he keeps going and then you're like oh man that's unfortunate that he directed not only baby geniuses but baby geniuses too, super babies <laughs> so that's unfortunate 
both uh, Bob Clark movies. So, well, hey, you know what? Good for him on making a movie called Baby Geniuses, popular enough to where it warranted a yeah. sequel. <laughs> yeah. But then, like, go. the audience was like, I don't know about the sequel to yeah. this one about baby geniuses. Mm, that seems a little I think far-fetched. it stops here, Bob. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. He, uh, he did that. So that's something to be <laughs> proud of. Yeah. I suppose. Uh, do you have any other Christmas stuff on your agenda? I do. For today? I do have do one you? more thing that we watched. Uh, well, let's, let's get into it. Right. Let's, let's get it. Let's get it all out of the way. So we can move on to other things. Let's clear the decks. <laughs> clear the decks, the holes. So there's mm, a there's a new uh, Hulu Christmas movie that people have been talking about a lot called uh, Happiest Season. Yeah, I've heard, heard uh, good things about this. Yeah. Yeah. So I had heard good things. Uh, and then Amanda said she heard good and bad things. And then we decided to watch it. She was doing a puzzle yesterday. We just kind of put it in the afternoon. And uh, it's it's has a really good cast. It has Kristen Stewart as the main role. Uh, Mackenzie Davis plays her girlfriend um the story is that uh they are uh, a gay couple together and her girlfriend is going back to her family uh for christmas and they're like hanging out one night before she's supposed to go back alone and they're like drunk or whatever and her girlfriend is like hey you should come back with me i know you aren't going to you're not really into christmas but i want you to come and then the next morning when she sobers up she's kind of like yeah i'm not sure about this and on the car right there, she's like, you know what? I have actually never told them that we're dating and my whole family doesn't actually know that I'm gay. So the movie <laughs> plays out that they both have to hide not only that they're in a relationship, but they're, that they're both gay. Yeah. Uh, and then their their parents are uh, Mary Steenburgen and Victor Garber, who are both great. Oh, okay. um, Aubrey Plaza is in it. Dan Levy. Uh, Eugene Levy's son and the guy from Schitt's Creek who's hilarious uh, he's in it mm-hmm. uh, her sisters the uh, Mackenzie Davis the main chick her sisters are man and I just realized I was like I know her name and she was in Terminator Dark Fate wow she looks totally different in this movie she's like the main <laughs> yeah main uh, character whatever in that mm-hmm. um, but anyway uh, her sisters are Allison Brie um, oh yeah always great and mm-hmm. then um, her other sister is named Mary Holland and yeah. I didn't I didn't know her. She's from Comedy Bang Bang and mm-hmm. uh, she's been on a bunch of shows and stuff. Um, I was looking her up because she was my favorite part of this by far. She's really quirky in this movie and just very funny. And she's actually a co-writer of this uh, movie. So that oh, kind of awesome. as well. That was cool because mm-hmm. um, she was in a she was in a like a all woman improv group. Um, Wild Horses. Wild Horses. Yes. With yep. mm-hmm. Lapkus. Lauren, Lauren Lapkus, yep. Who was in mm-hmm. this briefly. She's always a okay. treat. I always love her. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff that I think you might like, you know, even given it's like Christmas stuff. Like there's people yeah. in this, right, that that you might dig. Um, but anyway, so tons of tons of good people and stuff. It was uh, co-written by that Mary Holland uh, girl and then also Clea Duvall co-wrote it and then directed it. Do you know who Clea Duvall is? No, uh-uh. You might recognize her. She was in The Faculty. Um, I don't know if you can. It's probably too I bright. Just see- yeah <laughs> two eyes on a white face uh oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. she was in uh was she in the craft as well i don't know she's in the person? craft um she does look like she could have been there for sure she mm-hmm. was in little witches back in the day uh she's in can't hardly wait briefly she was in she's all that briefly she's like in a bunch of stuff okay. in that kind of era but but anyway she was like a, an actress so i've liked uh i really like her and and uh, the faculty a lot she's stokely um, mm-hmm. but yeah, she became a director and that's cool. But, uh, yeah, so we tried this movie and, um, it had some good moments and everything, but 
basically the the story is like uh you know they're hiding their gayness so that's like a big part of it or whatever uh dan levy in it is super gay it's like one of their friends whatever and so he like plays Mm -hmm. that up a bunch and it's always hilarious um but then the whole plot line is like her dad is running for mayor and that's why she's like hiding her gayness and everything and amongst that with their family dynamic um they're always trying to be perfect and what that's really created is this family they are all dicks to everybody to each other to uh kristen stewart who is fantastic in this movie but um they treat her like shit the whole time and she has total grace during it and mm-hmm. so the movies you're watching it like what should have been like a, a a fun christmas movie you're just like these people are like genuinely bad people you yeah. know and then uh of course it's an easygoing christmas movie so like you could probably guess without spoiling a lot like everything kind of ties up at the end and it's all like happy or whatever right mm-hmm. but it's not warranted at all like when you get to the end I realized like I was rooting against certain characters. I was hoping the story would go different ways, even though I knew it wouldn't just because I hated these people. Like they're just horrible. <laughs> and there's yeah. like, in not even just their family, like they'll go to a party and she'll see old high school friends or whatever. And then her mm-hmm. high school friends just like, will not even look or talk to Kristen Stewart. Like everybody is a dick to her the entire movie. And I just really left a weird, like a man and I both were like, man, this just didn't really like like that movie it just didn't like sit well or whatever so yeah uh, i've i'd heard good things about it but i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna cautiously say uh you know check it out if you want to or whatever but it mm-hmm. is it is not the heartwarming christmas tale that you're looking for and it's not even like that great of a a tale of like coming out and what that means to your family they have moments of that in it but mm-hmm. uh, a lot of it is like just over the top meanness and mm-hmm. uh, like allison brie right she's always amazing uh she's super hot but she's a great actress she's super fucking funny and in this she's like the biggest bitch of them all and i was like not allison brie you know like (laughs) yeah just sucked so uh but yeah the the good parts like dan levy uh and mary holland and kristen stewart were all fantastic so uh they were the highlights for sure they had some really funny poignant moments and stuff but uh overall you know it's a hulu movie it's all right but uh we won't be really Mm -hmm. watching it again i don't think and you said Victor Garber is the father? Yeah, I didn't even know he was in it until he showed up. That's that's cool, but like he's a well-known gay man like oh, I didn't in real know life. That. Oh, you didn't know? I didn't know he was you gay. Did, you didn't get his Christmas card? Um, I did not. Yeah, so it's funny to me Ooh. that he's like the staunch uptight that's really funny. Like, <laughs> dad that has their gay child has to like hide that information from them because yeah. it's it just seems like I don't know, like, how did he get cast, you know? <laughs> I wonder, that makes it kind of weird. Hey, very you know that thing you are in real life? Um, can you pretend for money that you hate it? <laughs> like, like if somebody came to me and was like, okay, I've got a, I got a movie role for uh, you, Brett. Okay. Yeah. You hate brown people. Wait, I don't know. Wait, here's some money. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I guess so. Maybe, maybe that's okay. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Or like you're like you they're like you hate brown people and dinosaurs and you're like I don't know I don't know if I can fit into this role the first one okay but the second <laughs> yeah oh, I take that back Wait, I identify as a dinosaur? feather version of dinosaurs because mm. maybe yeah because I, I like dinosaurs because I like dinosaurs not because I like birds okay? right get out of here science I'm with you on that one you've done too much <laughs> <laughs> you went too far we yeah. thought they were lizards we liked that now they have feathers <laughs> yeah. this is bullshit <laughs> yeah. Doesn't care if it's true or not. Uh, that's yeah. I'm looking out right now. He uh, he referred publicly to being gay in 2012, uh, mm-hmm. 
and he said, I don't really talk about it. He keeps his private, his, his life private. Uh, but, mm-hmm. uh, that is really interesting. I, I didn't know that. And that really kind of opens up a lot of interesting conversations about that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. But it's not like, I don't know, no judgment on him, like taking the role. Like maybe he sure. was, I mean, you know, anybody can play, you know, anything for the most part, yeah. but you know, maybe it was just like, Oh, I like working with these people or, yeah, I, you know, want to I'm going to try being this character. I haven't played this type of character before or, you know, any variety of reasons. But it is like yeah. very specific to where like it's just like a, weird in a in a DC comics. There's a a few characters with the title of Green Lantern. But um, the one that was back in the like created back in the 30s or whatever, it's like a, a golden age version of, of the mm-hmm. character. It doesn't have anything to do with like outer space or power rings or anything. Mm. But um, he. uh I can't, uh, Alan Scott, I believe is his name. Okay. And, uh, he's this blonde guy and he has like a red tunic and like a purple mask or whatever. He's, he's crazy looking. Mm-hmm. doesn't look mm-hmm. like uh, the Ryan Reynolds version at all, but, Shame. um, in, in the comics, uh, eventually he had a son who was gay and there's a big storyline about like the son coming out to him and the father finally accepting it. Um, and then in 2011 DC rebooted their, um, their continuity mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they made that version of green lantern gay himself and which is fine but i feel like that's like wiping away an important conversation yeah. <laughs> that would have been had you know it's like well okay so i guess you're trying to write that conversation by just making that character who mm-hmm. had problems with it gay instead of just you know it, it was something that he had dealt with in the past and moved on and grown from it which i don't know and, and like they've since like kind of gone back to the way it was before. Mm-hmm. So like in the grand scheme of things, it really doesn't matter. Plus it's, you know, fictional characters. Um, I don't know. That's you know, not, that didn't matter. Yeah, you're right. It's a big deal. It's a hey, huge DC? deal. DC, get your shit together. Get it right, Ooh. guys. For any number of ways, stay tuned for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, um, let me tell you about uh, uh, something I Please. watched. Um, a couple of movies came out on Christmas Day, available for streaming for free, no additional cost. Mm. One of those being the Pixar movie Soul. Oh, yeah. Have you seen this? I've No, but I've heard amazing things. So leading up to uh, Wonder Woman 1984's release, HBO Max made a point of saying at no additional cost to subscribers, mm. you know. And for Soul, even though like the, the TV advertisements would say, you know, coming soon, Mm-hmm. Or, you know, on Christmas Day, it never said anything about like if it was going to be the Mulan mm-hmm. uh, yep. model of like, oh, you pay this premium and then you can watch it. But sure enough, I checked Disney Plus on Christmas Day. And I was like, I'm, I'm, I want to see how mm-hmm. they're handling this because I feel like the onus is on them. Like, I feel like Warner Brothers, Bugs Bunny, like threw his nuts out there. It's like, oh, wow. Mickey Mouse, what you got, bitch. Yep. And uh, so Disney kind of had their hand forced in a way to make this available to stream for free or, you know, with your subscription or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, sure enough, that was the case. So um, we didn't watch either of the movies on Christmas Day, but we did watch both of them uh, yesterday on a Saturday, the mm-hmm. 26th Boxing Day. Yeah, um, hell yeah. Maple syrup, Canadian. Hey, yo, hockey. Um, good job. <laughs> it's a, good, it's a good, good holiday. You know, doing something for other people is nice. Um, so, yeah, we watched... Uh, both of those movies, uh, I'm going to start with Soul. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, enjoyable. Very much an enjoyable Sweet. movie. I, I did not, b- beyond the like teaser that came out like last year that we briefly talked about mm-hmm. on, on the podcast, um, I knew it was like a jazz m- musician who like falls in a, a manhole or something like that, and yeah. that was about it. Like I didn't, purposely I avoided like 
the advertising or like any of the story around Same. it. I knew there were like little like soul looking um characters in there, but I didn't know what the the main story was. Um are you planning to watch this movie? I am planning to watch it, and okay. and so far I'm with you. I I have I don't know much about it, so if okay. whatever you feel I'm, is good to say, yeah, that's fine. Okay, I'm not gonna say anything about mm-hmm. the plot then. Okay, um, I I will say that I was surprised by the direction it went. Mm. Um, not in a not necessarily in a bad way. I'm just like I didn't I didn't realize it was going this way. Gotcha. I didn't realize the only voice actor I knew that was going to be in the movie was Jamie Fox, mm-hmm. and then like. I, I treated this as if I were going to watch it in theaters because even though I was like sitting at home watching this uh, and I had access to the, like I just pull up my phone and look up the voice cast. I didn't. Mm-hmm. And I would just kind of let the, the characters like be the characters for a little bit. And then, you know, I checked the, uh, the voice cast out afterward. But um, do you, do you know who else is? I don't. Yeah. You know? I don't know a single other voice. Oh wait, no, I do. Um, Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Okay. I saw. Yes. Yeah. It's like a, that was the big one. A soul helper or something of his. Yeah. So yeah. I, I was like, boy, this voice sounds familiar, but I couldn't quite place it. Mm. Uh, and it was her. Yeah. So nice. I, I thought okay. that was uh, uh, kind of fun. Um, there's a, a lot of the like, I love the, the color palette of the movie. Mm-hmm. It like looks very like it takes place in New York, like Manhattan specifically, I believe. Okay. And the crowd scenes are incredible. Like, yeah, I've, I've never pictures. I've never seen anything like that in an animated movie. Mm-hmm. Like they work so hard on the the backgrounds and like um the uh the the different character designs because there are so many people Mm -hmm. and i would look to see if they reuse like characters or whatever and i didn't really see that maybe i i you know i just watched it once so maybe on on watch throughs again i'll notice something like that but it it seemed like they really like worked super hard on making the 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 cast so diverse and everything um and the the music in it i know john baptiste did a lot of the um uh jazz like piano performances mm. and and stuff like that I, I think he did the score i can't quite remember mm-hmm. i watched like a brief feature at um like a week or two ago on it and uh it wasn't until like after the movie was over and it said something about um maybe uh the i guess the score wait it said music by and then score by mm-hmm. so yeah, one of those it was uh trent Reznor and atticus ross wait what <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which we had discussed like back a long time ago. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, but I didn't like. Guy. Yeah, I didn't really hear. It's not like they were playing like closer or whatever in the background of it or whatever. Like, yeah, never right. on a million years would I have guessed that those two guys had anything to do with this. Which is a feather in their cap because it yeah. blends in so well. And I I like jazz a lot. Like not enough to where I could like name a favorite artist or anything like that. But mm-hmm. when I'm um like making comics or whatever, and I get to the lettering portion of it, I usually turn on some jazz because it's like, um, it has some movement to it, but mm-hmm. also there's not really lyrics or anything. Yeah. It's just enjoyable to listen to. Uh, and uh, that portion of this movie is so fantastic. So there's I thought a lot, you'd like that, yeah. Yes, yeah, for sure. Uh, and there's a lot about this movie that's enjoyable. Um, of all the movies I watched yesterday, and I watched three, <laughs> and I'll tell you about oh, okay. the other one. Cool. This one was probably my favorite. Nice. Um, but I do feel like I need to go back and watch it again okay. because now that I know what the story is, I want to see, um, how some of those pieces fit together a little bit more because everything was just like so new mm-hmm, and I was mm-hmm. just trying to process new things constantly that, um, I didn't get to, uh, uh, to take it all in as, and, uh, and see how the, uh, the pie is put together as I would like to, but yeah, overall enjoyable, definitely yeah. worth 
checking out for free for free um yeah with I subscription looked, with paid yeah. subscription yeah <laughs> i looked it up uh trent reznor and atticus ross it said they they did the new york city sequences in the great before uh which i hmm. i don't know much about the story i'm gonna imagine that's before the the manhole fall um we'll see but uh and then john baptiste had uh had done the um jazz part that you had said and he they, he said hmm. that they worked together sometimes to blend them so that it kind of work musically together, those two mm. worlds or whatever. Uh, but that's really fascinating. I had forgotten we ever talked about that or that I ever knew that they were involved, and that really like yeah. kind of blows my mind. But uh, yeah, speaks to how good they are with their scores. And and another stuff. another thing I'll say is like because it's Pixar and you know CG animation, there's a lot of like 3D model characters. But in this, there's also um, without spoiling anything, there's some 2D model. Oh yeah, they characters. Cool. Oh, you have to okay in the trailer, I, I, yeah. I'm, Okay, see, I haven't. I, I don't know what's out there, but gotcha, yeah, yes, sure. those those characters look fucking awesome, and the way they're animated, and the way the um, the, the way they move around and everything, mm. it's just man, it, they had to work so hard on like getting yeah. that right, like to where it's consistent in a way that makes sense, even though it doesn't make sense, which is kind of the point, and that'll make sense itself whenever you you watch the movie. But mm, mm. um, man, it's just like really impressive, like. I feel like this movie, Soul, is similar to Ratatouille in that mm-hmm. it's a little more mature. Obviously, there's not like gore and violence and, um, you know, vaginas in it yep. um, that I know of, that I know of, yep. guys. I, I told you all, watch it a second time. <laughs> um, just uh, double check. I will use a magnifying glass. I will look for the vaginas. I every frame <laughs> go frame by frame investigation um but even though it's not like that version of mature like the story is more mature yeah and uh, the overall um aesthetic of it is so, like you don't really think about like a, a kid's movie being centered around jazz necessarily yeah for sure know? totally um and, and the world feels like so lived in that like you know, he's a, a jazz teacher at a school and, you know, the, the classroom is not like it's kind of like junky a little bit. It's like a, a smaller mm-hmm. uh, inner city school or something like that. Like everything they they went to like painstaking. Wait, pain, painstaking. They put a lot of effort into, <laughs> I take it back, <laughs> into I take the it back. detail of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but man, I, I really loved it. And I think all the character designs look great. The acting is great in it, of course. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Pixar has uh, has done it again. There's actually a couple of Pixar movies I have yet to see that I need to correct. I haven't seen Onward and I haven't mm-hmm. seen Coco. Uh, yeah. And I need to rectify Same. that with the quickness because this was so enjoyable. I had heard um, this one was uh, the the best one since Inside Out, which I think you liked a lot. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Um, I liked Inside Out, but people like really love that movie. And so mm-hmm. that's one I need to revisit because I'm like, maybe I missed something. Like I thought it was enjoyable, but I didn't get what everybody else was seeing. So I'm curious with this one if if I was going to be like, it's, it's going to be good, but I'm not going to love it. But uh, I could mm-hmm. very well um i did show amanda i hadn't watched a lot of it either but i did show amanda the trailer the other day and that's why i knew about like the 2d characters they have like clipboards or something mm. but like they look almost like picassos or something yeah it was, yeah, they're it abstract was just very looking, yeah. yeah very abstract very interesting for like a 3d world and i was very intrigued to see what they were going to be and how they were designed that was like one of the ones that stood out to me a lot um amongst the other stuff that just looked like fun and and you know kitty or whatever uh yeah that looked like oh this is like really they're doing something different but uh, yeah, people have just really, you know, given this a lot of praise versus another movie we'll talk about later 
that also came out on Christmas Day. And uh, this one, mm-hmm. though, almost universally that I've seen online, people are like, oh, my God, like bring the tissues. You know, this is like great mm-hmm. for this year. Because you're going to jack off. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the people involved in stuff, you know, all, all really good. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I really I had kind of, you know, looked forward to it, but I, I I didn't I haven't seen Onward or Coco. There's a lot of even Pixar mm-hmm. movies before that I hadn't seen. Inside Out was almost like a, a like a weird one that I did watch it, you know, amongst all the mm-hmm. other ones that I haven't seen. Uh, oh, but there was one thing I wanted to go back to, and I just remembered it. The I, I saw on Twitter someone uh, showed a still from Toy Story two, I think it might have been Toy Story, um, versus this, and it was the it was the crowd scenes in New York City uh, with all the different people in Seoul, and like mm-hmm. the sunlight is streaming down. And it looks like it's cartoons, but it looks like like the sunlight and all the look of it looks very realistic. Uh, and they sh- they were like in Toy Story, they couldn't do a whole lot of stuff with faces. And so like all of the children are just different versions of Andy with like different <laughs> hair colors yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then and they're like they don't even show his mom's face because it would be like too hard for them. That's time to like do something different mm-hmm. or like render it or whatever. And they're like, look how fast it has changed, you know, in, in 25 years or whatever um up to this and they're like look at what we have now and that was really fascinating yeah. so i'm really looking forward to see just the, the animation of this um mm-hmm. seems like they've kind of done a leap forward and everything so that's always interesting with pixar movies yeah and on that uh the crowd scene i'm thinking of in particular um they're like there's a foreground and a background like like they're blurry like there's a pull focus mm-hmm. on it and it's just it makes like all the difference yeah. in the world for that like it's just more realistic and yeah yeah, yeah. and there's yeah there's an aesthetic to that that we're used to mm-hmm. with films and yeah. and life and stuff or whatever, but uh, films for sure that that just like really just like ups the ante a little bit. It's like, man, mm-hmm. this is like really there. Just looks sort of fucking great. So that's cool. Yeah. yeah and it helps we'll you check it out. Helps you focus on the, the character you're mm-hmm. following as well. Yeah. When everyone's in focus, it, it makes it a, a little muddy to, uh, to do that. Yeah. But, you have yeah. to choose where you want your eyes to go and yeah, this yeah. Way they're kind of forcing you, but it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right yeah. on, man. So you watched, uh, do you want to get into your third movie before we get into our, our main one? Is, is that the, uh, well, do you have anything else on your list? Or uh, no, is that I'm the, good. Yeah, gonna... good now. Okay. All right. So the other movie I watched last night, the third and final was, um, well, let me back up. So, uh, I like to listen to the podcast with Gorley and Rust. Mm-hmm. Um, previously they've done horror franchises. Um, let's see, uh, what was it? Uh, Fuck. Voorhees we trust okay so Friday the 13th and then Halloween and then most recently the Nightmare Nightmare on Elm Street Mm -hmm. uh, series right so those three horror franchises the next one they're going to do is the Alien series oh interesting and um, I haven't seen those in forever Mm -hmm. so I thought you know what um, this one I might do a, a watch along with just so I like have some better reference because I know everybody loves at least those first two yeah um and then as they go through it, they're going to do um, eventually the, the Aliens alien. versus Predator yeah. movies or whatever, which <laughs> I think are, are fun just because uh, I like franchises coming together. Uh, I'm sure they're just hot piles of garbage, yeah. but still Could like fun. The, the novelty of it uh, excites me. But um, so I uh, rewatched Alien for the first time oh, in wow. forever. And honestly, I don't know that I've ever seen it like not on TV before. Mm. So this is awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I I went through and I watched it, and it's I didn't realize that it um, was filmed or released in '79, mm. which uh, Brandy asked me um, like when it came out. I was like, oh, I think it's like early '80s or something like that, but no, '79, and it looks so good for 
I mean, like, yeah. in general, it looks good, but I am so blown away that it came out in 79. I'm like, wow. And none of this is CGI. Like, none mm-hmm, of like, mm-hmm. it's It's fucking insane. Pretty awesome. Um, but I think the movie looks great. It's uh, slower than I remember, but mm-hmm. honestly, the only thing I remember from the original movie back in the day is, like, the chest bursting scene, yep. you know? So everything else was, like, trying to figure out how the, the puzzle pieces fit together. And uh, overall, I, I enjoyed it. It is funny to me, though, that, like, this is the first time we see the the xenomorph alien, the titular alien. Mm-hmm. And um, at certain points, like, the alien's just, like, sitting there. But he has, like, clearly it's somebody in the suit. <laughs> and he just has, like, human hands that are, like, have gloves on them or whatever. <laughs> so that part of it's funny. But, um, yeah, overall, it's, it's really good. Like, I didn't remember really what the plot of the movie was mm-hmm. or how the alien got on there on the uh on the ship really but um yeah i i enjoyed it awesome quite a yeah. bit. um i'm looking forward to watching the the sequel um because i, I know like the first more. movie i know it's kind of like the terminator franchise the first movie's more akin to like horror mm-hmm. and then the second yep. movie is like an action movie so um and i th- honestly I don't remember uh anything from the second movie other oh, than sweet. like the power loader scene toward the end is that is that right the which one something this the oh, power the, loader yeah, 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 um, yeah. in the sequel yeah, yeah, yeah. uh which is um, also really yeah. cool yeah mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah it is really similar to that and it's funny because james cameron's the guy that that comes in and makes aliens so badass like terminator mm-hmm. 2 uh yeah. but uh the first one is i like the first one a lot and it is very much like a horror movie and it's a little slower and all that stuff um but it, it it's awesome and then the second one though i it just fucking kicks ass mm-hmm. and like bill paxton's in it and um just all the people involved ripley gets a little bit more badass and stuff you know um and she's fantastic character though um i really like sigourney weaver a lot and uh and ripley is one of my favorite like female badass characters of all time she's she's amazing uh really just any badass characters there is a scene toward the end of this movie where she's like the lone survivor she's on that little like shuttle ship Mm -hmm. um and uh she blows up that space station uh spoilers for this movie came out a long time ago <laughs> yeah. um and uh 40 she's, years ago she's like just like worn out from everything she like takes off her like jumpsuit or whatever and she's in mm. ladies i'm sorry uh i gotta get a little bit indecent here uh she's in like these panties right Mm-hmm. And they are so low cut that like whatever it like shows the back of them. I'm like, oh yeah, it's like it, butt cracks hanging out, right? Yeah. yeah and I'm like, that. from from the front, I'm like, oh, I wonder is this a choice? Like, I wonder if she's going to pull up her underwear because it's it seems like it's sitting so low. But then yeah, it shows her like uh from the back, and it's just like they are ultra low cut yeah. in the butt. Hey, that's how future, future underwear is, man. Yeah, it's just like, why would you have it that low? It's the, it seems like a nuisance if you're going to yeah. do that. You Sex know? symbol, man. It's all about that. I was yeah. actually going to say that, but I, I held back. I was like, yeah, there's like a, like, a, like a few scenes, I feel like, in the beginning, too, whenever she wakes up or whatever, or they all wake up from like cryo sleep or something like that, maybe in the sequel. I was like, mm-hmm. she just like walks around in her underwear for a little bit. It's, it's really rad or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's, there's some good butt crack going on in that movie for sure. For sure. For sure. Um, and... Uh, so yeah, I've got the sequel that I'll watch next, um, and then I know most people hate Alien Three. Mm. I can't remember if if I've seen that one or Resurrection I don't think or not. I've seen all of it actually. Okay, I remember um, that the when it came out that was like really big in the nineties. Uh, her, her like shaved head on the poster for okay. Alien Three and yeah. shit. 
Um, and it's a David Fincher movie. So, oh, okay. People, but I've been seeing lately that people are like, if you revisit it now, like it actually is like better than people remember. So I'd be mm-hmm. curious about that, but I haven't seen yeah. past aliens in a long, long time. Okay. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Uh, if at all. Yeah. Um, I know most of them are streaming on HBO max. Um, mm-hmm. cool. with the exception of covenant that's on Fubo. Uh, yeah, again, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, not super worried about it, Yeah. but, um, for the, the third one, um, I I saw that Dark Horse Comics had adapted, kind of like the Star Wars that uh, you and I yeah. discussed with Austin Wilson on the podcast. They adapted the original screenplay for Alien 3 from uh, oh. William Gibson's, uh, Gibson's script. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I bought that on Comixology. So I'm going to watch uh, 1 and 2 and then read that, that comic for the third one. And then I'll watch Alien 3 and just see what nonsense goes on there because people don't like that one from, uh, from what i gather so yeah totally uh, that'll be fun but uh yeah so far so good uh one movie in yeah right <laughs> and, yeah and it's one of the good ones so i'm uh, feeling pretty good about it so far but um that yeah. that's fun now you have to let me know uh, and the listeners mm-hmm. know because uh that's a good series to go through um one of our amanda's best friends growing up our friend allison is super into that series she always has been she she was mm-hmm. really excited back in the day when they released it all like on blu-ray and it was like this huge set of like the quadrilogy uh at the time and and everything Mm -hmm. and it had like all these special features and stuff she was like super into it Uh, i've always liked the film series a lot but i've never been like once they got past two i didn't really watch them i've seen resurrection i remember parts of it uh winona writers in it um it's i don't remember being that great and then Mm -hmm. i've never been i one of the alien versus predator ones i did watch with my dad one time and it was fun because it was like we were watching it as like a b movie sort of thing you know and like you said it's like Mm -hmm. bringing the the franchises together is always kind of interesting if anything um but they're just not like that like the quality of movie is not like alien or aliens and then uh prometheus uh the new shit like i i'm not a fan of that at all but it would be so Mm -hmm. interesting to watch it all in a row and like kind of revisit it all that that'd be a good series to go back and just give another shot or whatever so that's cool i remember in prometheus which i've only seen once like years ago um there was like that dude in the chair or whatever yeah um the and yeah mm-hmm. and i didn't realize when i was watching this movie that's in this movie as well S- yes toward the beginning or something sort akin of. to it yeah, yeah that's the and weird I'm like, thing wait how does that play into it if at all I don't I don't know because it's like but, in an alien if it remind me because uh, I haven't seen it in a long time it's like they have mm-hmm. a distress signal on a planet and they go and there's like a crashed ship there right is that right for alien um they are the ship that uh, well they crashes in a way okay. like yeah there's a, a signal that they come across yes and they they go to this planet and I guess the conditions there are, are poor enough where um, that ship gets fucked up for like mm-hmm. a day. So they go to um, like three of the seven uh, crew members go to investigate the source of that signal. And they uh, they come along this like ribcage tunnel mm-hmm. of horror. No, and, yeah. uh, Man, this, I'm... this guy with a uh, with what I would have assumed was a giant boner. But I guess it's some type of cannon or something. Mm. Yeah. I sorry, I have to write down ribcage tunnel of horror. <laughs> that was really good. Um, yeah, so it's like there was this. That's why Alien, uh, or like Prometheus and Alien and Covenant or whatever, are so confusing because it's like they in this one, it's like they they go to like LV four twenty seven or something, or maybe that's a new one, 
And then you see Prometheus and you're like, oh, this is the ship that crashed that like an alien they go to or whatever. And they're like, nope, two different planets, two different crashes just happen to be the same thing. So the one that they go to in Prometheus is a different ship and a different planet. Why? And it just like makes it so much more confusing. And then it was like, oh, we're going to make this trilogy of new movies. And eventually we will crash land on that thing and it will lead into Alien. But it's like. Why didn't you just do it already? Like, what are you doing? It's like, <laughs> it just made it so much more confusing when it was like, it seemed like such a simple cross connection to bring them together. And then it was like, yeah. oh, it is a different though. So yeah, it but, is like the same engineer, but not the same one. It's like the same style or whatever, but. So yeah. are they working on the third movie of that new trilogy then? And that's the thing they did so poorly. <laughs> like people hated them so much. I think they did well at the box office, but yeah. uh, generally they've been, you know, people haven't liked them that much. And so uh yeah it's like um i don't know that they'll ever actually finish it now i don't know if there's any i haven't heard any plans uh in a yeah. while for it um well in so the the weird. meantime i guess that's when disney bought fox right oh yeah there you go which so is that probably maybe they're just going stuff. to re- reboot the whole thing like honestly here's what i want from disney i want uh all the heads of the various like disney departments to come together and be like look we have all this ip okay yeah this movie that's coming out next summer, just going to be fun outside of continuity. But look, we're going to have a good time. So we've got uh, some of your favorite characters from Star Wars, mm. Guardians of the Galaxy, Buzz Lightyear's in there. Sure. Fuck it. Fuck. Why not? The aliens, everyone's yep. favorite new Disney princess, the Predator, <laughs> just like all the like different alien characters, just like smash them all together. Yeah, I mean, that sounds great for a wild romp around the galaxy. You That'd know, be fun. They have that uh, that new Star Wars holiday special, the one that's like Lego. Um, the Lego yeah. And they do like a time travel thing. And they bring like, not that they're bringing like other, like Guardians of the Galaxy in there or whatever, but they're mm-hmm. bringing like all kinds of shit together that doesn't really belong together. And they're like, hey, we get a fun. Lego can kind of do that, it seems. They, uh, they should movies. do that for a Lego one. Yeah. Just like, fuck it. Yep. Like, look, you're watching a toy commercial, essentially. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> we're, we're just going to smash all these toys together. <laughs> I think everyone could get on board with that. I think everybody would. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Plus, I I mean, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy seemed like they could kind of fit in with uh, Star Wars a little bit as well. That that already kind of sold me. But then when you threw Buzz Lightyear in there, I was like, oh, my God, I really want to watch mm-hmm. that movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, you really sold me already on that one. Fuck yeah. Speaking of toy commercials. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to look it up uh, as we go. It's it's kind of tough. But uh, uh, there we go. Prometheus. Uh, it is LV426 that they land on in Alien. And then it is LV-223 that they go to in Prometheus. So it is a different place. And uh, I would weird. say like, oh, the studio fucked it up. But Ridley Scott directed both of those. Exactly, right. right? So he, like he purposely yeah. like, why? Yeah, it doesn't. Why would you do that? It's just really weird. Uh, he again, it's like like I was talking about Bob Clark. Uh, mm-hmm. This is Prometheus is is Ridley Scott's baby geniuses. You know, it's like he went far enough for making great films and then he made this and you're like, what happened? Um, yeah. Just, Damn. yeah, a lot of, a lot of stuff that I didn't care for. Uh, Prometheus more than anything for a long time. I was, I was, um, I hated it so much. Now mm. I just don't care. Like I just, I just don't even want to talk about it. I do want to revisit it at some point. Like we talked about with this series, or whatever, but, uh, for the most part, I'm like, no, I'm just going to imagine that alien and aliens exist together and that's it. Like leave it be. And I don't really need this stuff. So I've, that's why I didn't really even know about if there's an idea for another sequel or whatever uh, that might come out. Um, Alien Covenant was 2017. So it's like it's been too far. They could definitely do another movie of yeah. that. But uh, 
I don't know if they have any plans anymore, and I don't know that I care anymore <laughs> for those. So. Semi-related yeah. on a uh, another film series, um, The Godfather. There yeah. was a, a recent re-release, yeah. I guess like a, a director's cut or basically uh, edit or something like that mm-hmm. of uh, the third one. Um, I've not seen any of them, but I do understand that people don't like the third movie. Yeah. However, with this newest like remaster, recut, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, new version of the third one, um, it sounds like it's getting some positive buzz. Do you know anything about this? I have heard like, that too, have, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was on Slash Film they talked about a little bit. Someone had seen it on there. Um, I'm trying to look up because they, they called it uh, some, like it has like a new name uh mm-hmm. for the the new one some sort of recap it's not like director's cut or whatever but i had heard uh coda that's what uh the godfather coda the death of michael corleone is yeah. like what it is now um and yeah I, from even people that i'd heard that were in it or were in the like original two um had mm-hmm. said like this was like a better version of that and uh it's been interesting hearing about it it looks like it's shorter i thought it was longer but i think he he more moved edits around and scenes around to make it like flow Mm -hmm. better and then uh that kind of apparently kind of fixed some of it and he does go back uh coppola uh goes back and like messes with films like there's like so many versions of like apocalypse now and stuff Mm -hmm. so many that i'm like uh i don't even know where to start like which one do you watch you know and (laughs) like not only it's like you want to watch the best one but that's subjective to people and then you're like, well, do I need, is it only the best because you know it in context of the bad ones or like the mm-hmm. worst ones? Uh, yeah. Who knows, you know, so I, I just haven't gone to watch. I've, I also haven't ever seen the Godfather series. Uh, okay. Bits and pieces of it and everything. But mm-hmm. I'd always heard bad things about Godfather Part 3. But I think this was really cool that he went back yeah. and, and tried it. I mean, I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, I didn't like George Lucas messing with the the Star Wars stuff mainly because he wouldn't allow people to watch the original star wars then like that he was like this is the only thing available and that was really the thing i think that irked a lot of fans if this Mm -hmm. was like the only version of godfather 3 out people would be like what the fuck i if anything i want to see what the original was like but he's like no this is just a new version i think that's totally fine so yeah i uh i saw on itunes on christmas day as i was going through there looking at the cells and everything there's a bundle for uh one two and this newest like recut mm. version of three and uh i went ahead and bought it i was like you know what oh, nice. now's the time there you go yeah so eventually i'll go through and uh and watch these and uh see what all the hubbub's about you know i know i haven't right? seen i haven't seen any of these i haven't seen goodfellas so oh, uh goodfellas mm-hmm. i just found out the other day i was watching a thing about home alone and uh, that Andy Prowler and uh, and uh, Andy Prowler and um, uh, David Hopkins had been talking on mm-hmm. Twitter about how great Home Alone is, and I was like, I've always liked it, but I've never thought it was like a perfect movie or like they're, they're talking this the scene where he's talking to the old man in the church, and they're like, that's a perfect scene, and I was like, it is like that old man's great, and it's like so well done and so well shot, uh, and I was watching this um, YouTube clip, I can't remember the guy's name right now, that Andy had recommended to me about it. Uh, and I found this guy doing movie reviews and I really liked him, but, uh, he talked about, um, uh, home alone came out in 1990 and Goodfellas came out in 1990. And I never realized that the Joe Pesci in home alone was also the Joe Pesci, like the same year as Goodfellas yeah. where he like stomp kicks someone to, to like to death or whatever. Like he's like a violent gangster in that movie. And it's like, okay. Whoa, that's so fucked up. I, <laughs> he's like yeah. one of the most beloved children's christmas classics of all time you know as a bad dude obviously but uh yeah yeah, that was really interesting but goodfellas wow i only watched that one um last like five years or something like that for the first time uh okay yeah uh, it was after like wolf of wall street 
um, had come out, and I just really I'm sorry. like Woof. Woof, woof the, of Wall Street. That's, sorry, oh, I yeah. mispronounced yeah. that. The uh, woof, yeah. woof of Wall Street, and uh, uh-huh. Scorsese uh, is hit or miss for me, but his uh, biopics are really intriguing. And then to go back and watch this like uh, mobster one he had made or whatever, it's it's just uh, fucking stellar. So I wonder. Yeah. I I mean, people always talk about The Godfather is one of the greatest movies of all time. Godfather Two mm-hmm. is above it or right behind it or whatever they're both like fantastic the third one is always mm-hmm. like no one ever wanted to talk about it uh but you know I, i'm sure they're great but but yeah goodfellas is the shit man i i thought about it and i was like maybe i should watch the original version of godfather 3 mm. just to see like how it is and but i'm like if i'm if i'm enjoying these movies i want to see like the best version of this trilogy yeah that i can plus if it's like the director themselves like recut it mm-hmm. i've I feel a little bit better about it. And then I would go back and watch the third movie, like the one that people don't like just to see what the differences are. And that's and a good way to do like, it. Yeah. I like that. a good versus bad version of it. Um, and just let that newer one live as the continuity for myself, you know? Yeah. That might be a better way to approach it. Yeah. I think that's um, good. Same with like yeah. some of the apocalypse now and stuff. Um, whatever the final, I think it's like called redux or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. whatever the final one that maybe he's released at this time, yeah. you know, that's a good one to start with. <laughs> There was a version of Blade Runner that I bought I like say, yeah. a year ago on iTunes. It was also on sale. And I was like, you know, I, I got to have $4.99 to drop on this. Mm-hmm. I've heard good things. Still haven't watched it. Um, <laughs> but eventually, uh, I've, I've heard great things about that. I've heard great things about uh, 2049 as oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I but I, I feel like I want to go back and watch the trilogy of Blade Runner films. Obviously, start with Blade. Um, and then Blade <laughs> Runner and Blade Runner 2049. That's how it builds. Yeah. Just add more I thought it was- words to the title. I thought it was Blade Runner, uh, Blade Trinity, and then 2049. Steven never played Trinity. Never played Trinity. Never. <laughs> never played Trinity. But Ryan Reynolds is it? <laughs> Doesn't help. He okay. He is he is the good part of it. Hannibal yeah. is good. And um, but like Jessica everything Biel? else. All right. Yeah, she's attractive. It's just right. those two. Yeah. All right. If you can and cut like out Patton everything Oswalt, else, but yeah. I don't know if I need him to be a vampire. Yeah. Slayer. There you go. Oh, yeah. Hey, Patton, uh, leave it to Buffy. Okay. Okay. Uh, but Blade Runner is another one that it's, there's so many versions of that movie and there's like the director's cut, the the final Mm -hmm. cut, the director's final cut or whatever. And I'm like, wait, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it's so confusing. Uh, That's, that's yes. Thank you for bringing that back. mm -hmm. That's why I brought that up is because I bought like what I think, what I could see was like the most recent version of that movie. It's like the ultimate final director's cut max to the extreme Mountain Dew presents. Yeah. (laughs) So that's, that's the the one I've got. And I've heard that that's the one that like really kind of, um, I guess there was some like, uh, an open-ended question Mm -hmm. from the original version of that movie that this one kind of cements into stone, like whatever that yeah. ending is and which i i know what it is yeah, but like yeah yeah i don't want to say it you know that one's so tough though that that uh movie in particular and the different versions because there's like mm-hmm. there are versions with like a voiceover and versions without it but it's like oh it that changes like a whole movie i'm not sure how much is yeah. in there it might just be like the beginning or whatever but like mm-hmm. if you get like an, a character's internal dialogue versus you don't that mm-hmm. in itself is like a completely different movie but then pe- i've heard people really like the open-endedness of it, even though they agree with the answer that most people come up with and that I guess the other one's immense, but it's like, do you want the open-endedness or do you want it to be cemented? And that also is a completely different movie, uh, how it yeah. all plays out and how it makes you feel afterwards and what you think about it. So yeah, that one has been tough for me to revisit. I, I've seen the original, I don't think any altered cuts, the original, how it released uh, years and years ago. And it was okay. I, I'm not a huge Blade Runner fan, but 
maybe that's because I didn't like that version, you know? Yeah. Uh, have you seen 2049? I still haven't. I've heard great things about it. Okay. And it looks, looks killer, but, uh, yeah. yeah, I just haven't seen it yet. So, okay. I was waiting to revisit the original one, but Blade Runner is my, my sci-fi tastes are more, um, generally I, I like the uplifting stuff, the ETs mm-hmm. of the world. And then outside of that, I like the like independence day, like super destruction stuff. Um, yeah. and then like Blade Runner is, is really like a, a thinking piece and that's, that's great. And I like those two, but it just, uh, when I first watched it, maybe I wasn't in the right headspace or the right age or maturity or whatever, but, um, I was like, yeah, it's, it's good. It's, it's really well designed and stuff, but I wasn't like super into it. Like, like I wasn't like, star Wars, right? Okay. I'd much yeah. rather watch star Wars and have a fun romp, uh, adventure, you know, thing than uh watch this thing that i'm like what's going on and who are these people mm-hmm. and do we know what their motivations are and blah 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 um, sure so yeah i just haven't felt the time to go back and rewatch it but that same thing like 2049 like i've heard great mm-hmm. things i just once i watch the two of them together it'd be best so yeah you should Someday. be in the mood for it yeah and i think yeah. they're both long it's just like a, it's a commitment you know so yeah someday maybe we'll do sure. it for the show y- you never know we won't wink yeah we didn't probably, probably will though I just said the word wink. Neither of us. We didn't even do it. Neither of us even blinked. No, we didn't. <laughs> yeah. I'm still not Joke's blinking. on you. <laughs> That's the thing uh, that people don't know is because we have to do this over Skype and we have to um, compensate for any delays. Like we we have the cameras on, mm-hmm. but because there can be delays and, you know, caused by the Internet or whatever, Stephen and I have to stare at the screen the entire time without blinking just to yeah. make sure our reactions are what we need them to be we we do an uh an in sync blink in the beginning we get one mm-hmm. blink each we know we go yeah. bye bye and then on the third yep, bye that's we right blink. yeah we're in sync <laughs> the in sync blink mm-hmm. uh and then we can't blink from there on out and if you think we do god damn it listener have you learned nothing come on we never joke about anything on this podcast no. all of it's true it's true all, all of it, it. <laughs> <laughs> that was so well done <laughs> Oh, oh boy! Man. So you know uh, another thing mm-hmm. that's true, Stephen, is that you and I watched, like you said earlier, another movie that came out for you know for pay yeah. on a streaming service, but at no additional cost. Like it's hard you, to word it. You've, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Wonder Woman 1984 came out on Christmas Day, and you and I watched it the following day mm-hmm. because we were not trying to ruin our own Christmases. <laughs> That is 100% true because I almost put it on the afternoon of Christmas Day and I was like, I don't have a good feeling about this. <laughs> Not since Look, I watched the opening. I want to I give praise to the people who designed the posters for Wonder Woman 1984 because there were many of them mm. and all of them were great. Like it's Gal Gadot like on yep. a poster. You're, uh, you're right about wrong. Her, how to pronounce her name, by the way. I looked it up in an interview mm. and she said it just like that. Well, she Gadot. has... Her accent uh, made it all sound mm-hmm. beautiful, but uh, yeah, you do uh, the Gadot. Hi, my name's Gal Gadot. Like <laughs> that, that, that's right? That's it. Oh, yeah. Don't mm-hmm. get me turned on, yeah. Brent. You're too yeah. good at her voice. Hi there. <laughs> I, she wins all the roles because of it. Well, mm-hmm. fucking A. Well, it's not because of her looks. Yuck. Yeah, Woof. gross. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the posters for mm. Wonder Woman 1984 really hyped me up because yep. they looked spectacular the trailer 
uh, I thought was okay, though the music really pumped me up. Mm. Like there was a, uh, uh, fuck, what is it? Um, a very like synth wavy, uh, more 80s than the original version of the, um, of the, uh, uh fuck, Blue, what is it, Blue Monday? Blue Monday, yeah. Um, was it, <laughs> it's like, was it Blue you spin me around? Gold? No, there's too many blues. Isn't that one? You spin me right round, baby, right round? No, that's Flo Rida. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oops. I always get those mixed up. <laughs> Oops, you did it again. Oh. Um, but yes, yeah. Yeah, Blue Monday. Uh, I want to say Blue Oyster Cult, but only because it also has blue in it. Oh, yeah. I don't think that's right. Mm, um, blue. It's the Eiffel 65. <laughs> we get, we got there. We did it. So whatever the case, there was a, a cool version of that. And I was like, and it uh, kind of hit those, uh, those same nostalgia points as um, Stranger Things for me, even though uh-huh. like Stranger Things wouldn't do like a, an alternate version of a song, whatever. So, and I thought her armor looks cool in it. Um, it's, it's pulled from uh, some of the comics uh, that like gold, like eagle armor or whatever mm. toward the, uh-huh. the end of the movie. So I, I was have questions like, about that. Yeah, good. Okay, me too. We'll talk about it later. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> Look, spoilers for Wonder Woman 1984. If you haven't seen it, you know, pause the podcast, um, sign up for HBO Max, mm-hmm. use promo code LTAS for no reason because it's not going to do anything. Matter of fact, they'll probably add a couple of dollars to your monthly bill because of it. Anyway, um, so I, I know that the first, is it the first full scene is available online or the first like few minutes of that first scene? Uh, it's the first few minutes of that scene because it gets much longer than I had seen. Okay. Yeah. The, uh, the Olympics. And that scene, that scene is very long. It's very long. Um, yeah. I, I, I think this movie is overly long to begin with. Like, mm-hmm. it's almost like a Michael Bay movie where it's like, we filmed all this stuff, put it all in the movie. You don't want to edit any of it out? Nope. It's it has all to in all the be movie. in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a real Gremlins 2 approach yeah, to it. Exactly. So, um, you mean there's a female Gremlin with big Gremlin titties and she could be in that movie? Yes, she is in that movie. <laughs> I would love it if the female gremlin was just in that opening scene for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, fuck it. You know crosser. what? This movie rules immediately. Yeah. But that wasn't the case. No. I was watching this movie and I knew it began with young Diana and I was like, okay, we'll just have to get through this. Yeah. And this scene goes on for such a long time yep. for almost no reason other than like she wanted to win, but she didn't because she cheated, I guess. Yeah. But I'm, I don't feel like she was like trying to be malicious about it. Oh no, I thought she though was. she. So she did like miss a target, but I don't know if like I feel like if she knew that target was there, she would have gone back to hit it. And then yeah, like, but but when I saw it, I, I when she slid down the thing and then like showed up before the rest of them like jumped on her horse later on, I was like she fucking cheated. And then whenever that <laughs> chick takes her like by the scruff of the neck and lifts her up, I was like, good, yeah. sit that yeah. cheater down. <laughs> not that she was she malicious. Diana, but... You have you have not won or whatever like crazy <laughs> accent they were trying to do. I think they're trying to match Gal uh, Gal Gadot's yes. accent, but it's like it's it was wild. Yeah, it was like that in the first movie as well, and Justice League. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I I want to start off here because we're already doing yeah. this, and this is exactly what I didn't want to do the whole time mm-hmm. leading up to the sequel since the first one came out. Is that we in our what first or second episode of the show tra- second tra- yeah. trashed the first movie so hardcore mm-hmm. because it's trash uh, and <laughs> <laughs> but people genuinely like that movie a lot yeah and then leading into this one I like by all accounts it looked like it'd be better 
And then uh, I, it is hard for me, though. I told you last night, I was like, it is hard for me to not trash this one, too. I had a mm-hmm. lot of thoughts. Uh, and it seems yeah. to be almost from from my Twitter, the people I follow or whatever they follow. It seems to be almost universally panned. Uh, I've seen yeah. a few people that really liked it, but it seems like they're almost in defiance. Kind of like how I really like The Rise of Skywalker because people are like, fuck mm-hmm. this movie. And I was like, it's great, guys. Um, <laughs> and I still like it. That's fine. Everybody has their own opinions. Yeah. But I just want to throw yeah. it out there that we are probably going to rip this an asshole, uh, a brand new one. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but I, it's, it can't, can't be stopped. I didn't want to can't stop won't stop yep. yeah for real for real I was so excited to be like mm-hmm. yes hey we're all on board all oh, this movie's great we're all fuck yeah you know Wonder Woman works um, yeah look I've in my lifetime I've bought uh, a lot of Wonder Woman comics so I just want to be able to enjoy a Wonder Woman like standalone movie mm. you know by itself just for the sake of enjoying it you know yeah um, and I on the first Wonder Woman movie I think you and I both agreed that um uh, Gal Gadot and uh, Chris Pine were like great in that mm-hmm. movie. Like the the character, like the problems with the movie we had were not because of them, yeah, necessarily, right? Mm-hmm. Like they they did good in their roles. I think she's a great Wonder Woman. Yeah, just I really do. I like anytime movies. she's in this movie, like talking to someone, it seems like very much of in the the vein of like Superman, where like, oh, um, I'm. Uh, I'm the leader of this movie and you have my full attention. Like mm-hmm. she, like when she's talking to uh Barbara Minerva in the movie, she's like really like listening and like, you know, uh, I don't know how to uh, say additional words to describe what I'm trying to say, <laughs> but like she's, she's a good lead yeah. for a movie. Like she can carry this movie very well. Yeah. And um, I, I like that part of it. <laughs> that said, that said, this movie is a fucking mess. Oh, like man. that whole first scene with her, like as a child does not need to be in the movie. Yep. I thought it was going to come into play. Like as an adult wonder woman, and this is not the first time we've seen her. We saw her in the forties, right? For mm-hmm. world war one. So I'm like, so maybe in the 50 years afterward, she tries to be a cheater at something. Like, how is this going to play into it? But at the very end of the movie, again, spoilers, she just tells uh, Max Lord uh, to essentially not be a cheater. I'm like, oh, yep. I feel like she would just know that <laughs> as a good person. I, f- I feel like she would just knew that. Like, what is the point of that mm. opening scene? Get that shit out of there. There's like so much this movie where I'm like, this doesn't need to be in here at all. Uh-huh. Like, if you wanted to show the the ladies from the mascara in there, surely you could have a better flashback to. Um, oh, my God. Did you see the uh, the mid credit scene? Yes. OK, you could show maybe something with that character uh-huh. in there. Um, but yeah, I don't think you, I don't think you it just wasn't to, necessary. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need that opening scene. And then like, look, I've seen it on Twitter where people are like, oh, you don't understand like the aesthetic is supposed to be like the Richard Donner Superman. And like, okay, I get it. But also the opening mall scene. That was Cordy. <laughs> Come on guys. Like as I'm watching this movie, I'm like, I have my face on my hands. I'm like, DC. What are you doing to me? Right. Like, why are you doing? I want it's, to like your movies. It's so Wonder bad. Woman. This should be yeah. easy, right? Yeah. People would like fall out of their chairs to go see a Wonder Woman movie. And yeah. it's People like people are willing to go <laughs> risk getting COVID. Yeah. To see this movie. You know, speaking of, we haven't talked about our theater experiences. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, my, man, I had this person sitting by me. It was very annoying. Texting. I was like, would you shut up? Mm-hmm. Would you please stop talking to me? Yep. 
But my wife insisted on doing so. Anyway, how was yours? <laughs> well, my wife was doing a puzzle during it. Uh, uh-huh. I had, I think I told you this. I had started the movie without her after telling her I wasn't that great, even though she liked the first one. Um, she didn't really watch it ever, but she had liked it mm-hmm. more than I did after the theater and stuff. Um, but I started this movie. It was really cheesy and stuff. I got about 40 minutes in and was like, you know what? This is just fun enough. I'm going to stop it, rewatch it with Amanda. So she gets up from her nap. She's doing a puzzle. So we're just kind of watching the afternoon with like all the lights on, not like not a real big deal, you know, but, uh, mm-hmm. she, she and I, <laughs> she kept asking me questions. She'd forgotten about some stuff. Uh, but it was good because she'd be like, I'm confused about Chris Pine. <laughs> it's like Captain America. Right. And I was like, yes. Uh, and I, I kept getting confused. I was like, I don't even know when the first movie takes place. If it's world war one or world war two, it feels mm-hmm. world war two. Cause they have like, I feel like more advanced planes and stuff, but like, I think it's world war one. Cause there's like trenches. It was all just very like muddied in my brain, like trying to think back on it yep. because his story is so similar to Steve Rogers, at least in the movies. Uh, mm. yeah. So she kept asking questions, but in a good way and we would just pause it and laugh at things. So it was a really fun. We both just kind of ripped this movie the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> It was great. Oh boy. Um, um, well, let's continue making enemies. Um, yep. so that, that mall scene at the beginning, though fun, I feel like that would have been a, um, and like it, it would have been a better movie for like the like cold open of it. Yeah. Um, just, a, Oh my God. A, wait, an adventure, uh, right? Yeah. Like it, it was, it was corny. Like the wire work is, is corny. Like it just seems like, yeah. So What's bad. Up with like that? I don't understand. I don't, people, I don't know. people have talked about i've seen before like um breaking down the old spider-man movies and how mm-hmm. like there's like a, a weightiness to like his body swinging through the air that's like missing mm-hmm. like the the physics are kind of wrong and i'm like her she just like floats everywhere and i guess that's like part of her power but it just looks bad though like there's no she she just jumps two stories and she just like lands like a butterfly and it's like mm-hmm. i want some more like oomph to it i need her to like land and it always feels like she's barely stepping on her tiptoes and i don't mm. understand it like it's missing this like weightiness to it it's weird well there's a, a part that's like in the trailer for this movie where she like flips over a truck mm. like um a convoy like truck and then yeah. is flying above it and it's like she's too vertical in the air and yeah. so when she's coming down it's not at an angle it's just i don't know it's weird it's and, and when weird. they try to uh show her running real fast on the street oh my god oh. that looks it looks cheesy as fuck it's like yeah i as i was watching this movie i was like oh i get it this is like a cw show but slightly <laughs> plussed up is what it is like they spent yeah. like just a little bit more money is what it looks like so amanda brought up her uh boss and her other co-worker are a little bit older than she is and they grew up on their wonder woman tv show and they loved the first movie at least one of them did uh, that i know of mm-hmm. and we were talking about that because the beginning of the movie some of the effects but also the feeling of it like it i had heard before it reminded people of the donner uh, superman movies from the 70s mm-hmm. and 80s um and i totally got that even like the music in it and stuff uh who was which was hans zimmer blew my mind when i found that out yeah. uh because yeah. it was not good uh uh or, or not even memorable really but um it all just felt very cheesy and i'm like well this is this is 100 it has to be a choice but it's mm-hmm. a bad choice i guess and i try to think about it with uh the superman movies and i was like that was just a different era like and it was those were made like modern day. This is like meant to be the eighties, and it just doesn't even have the same like that era can be so cheesy with the bright colors and music and stuff like that. But this just didn't feel like it gelled well. Like it was they tried, yeah. 
but in this era like i i still haven't seen aquaman i I had heard people compare this to that one i know you've seen it and didn't i don't think Mm -hmm. you really cared for it that much but uh no not really fun bright colors the goofiness of it or whatever that Mm -hmm. that seemed to be the same thing but i'm like swinging a miss man (laughs) right these dc movies man they're They're so confusing they're either like hard r dark (laughs) violent movies or super friends version of the characters like is there not a middle ground yeah and i'm not saying like look i like the mcu a lot like i i love it but i'm not saying that dc has to do that same formula or hit that same tone but there's got to be some kind of middle ground they can hit with this right where it's not just like cartoon violence Mm. and 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 just like characterizations of of these people like it's so bizarre and look i gotta go back to the beginning of the movie (laughs) yet again because at the beginning it has like a digital or a digitized version of the um the like warner brothers logo Mm -hmm. and then it's also um like ww84 is on the screen it's like pixelated it almost looks like a um, dot matrix type printer yeah like some version of that but they're like it's above this like Themyscira, right? Where it's this island uh, nation of Amazon warriors. And then the music is like not uh, anything that's like synth wavy. Like you would no. think like there's a massive disparity between like the graphics you're seeing I on screen, totally the, the, the scenery and then like the music. It's like, well, pick a lane. Like which yes. way are we going here? You know, it's like the music was like matched the, I mean, they, they look like, um, you know, like they're like warrior princesses, but it looks like I'm trying to think of like 300 or like this old like epic battle sort of thing or like mm-hmm. this society that is very hundred like, you know, centuries old. And they're like, we're going to have this like big music with like horns and like big blasts of, of sound. And then they're like, and also this 80s logo. And you're like, that yeah. doesn't work. Like, yeah, it's very That's weird. Why- that's why I think like opening in the mall scene that yeah. that graphic would make perfect. so much sense because you're in you're in the 80s, yeah. you know, uh, uh, we, though, say, uh, 84, 84. I you know? uh, one of the big complaints I had heard before this and I noticed it by myself even right through it. But uh, and I, when I pointed out to Mando uh, was that there was like a curious lack of 80s music in this. Uh, yes, it's almost all score. And yes, yeah. literally the only 80s song that I remember, there are two of them, I don't remember what they were, but it was in a party scene that they go to that it's like right after Cheetah first, uh, like Kristen Wiig first like kind of glows up or whatever. And there's mm-hmm. like a scene where they literally like she walks in and there's like 80s music and then they turn it down <laughs> for dialogue. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that was like the one, there was like two songs in that, like basically like the one song that I heard. And I was yeah. like, what? Like that's like the 80, the easiest thing to like show you in the eighties. Like they did all the fashion and stuff, but mm-hmm. they really like just strayed away from that, which really weirded me out. Yeah. yeah. Can I can I just say, <laughs> Kristen Wiig looked great in she this movie. Great. Like when she pulls her little sweater down as like a dress, uh, that first time when she wakes up after her yeah. wish and stuff. Yeah, she looks stellar. Well, look, first of all, Kristen Wiig, not a homely woman. Like, she's an attractive woman to begin with. But they, they do do the trope of a, a thing in movies where it's like, she can't be attractive. She has glasses oh, on. Oh, yeah, totally. Are you, a, well, are you gross? She was gross then, though. Like, I almost threw up on my ascot, you <laughs> prick. There was now a, get in my convertible and let's drive off. <laughs> there was the scene that she uh, she goes to buy that black dress, which she also looks killer in. It's a very yeah. tight hugging dress or whatever. And, uh, mm-hmm. and even the the sales uh, woman is like wow <laughs> she's like horny for her 
Uh, yeah. And Amanda was like, wow, Kristen Wiig looks really good. And I was like, yeah. And then this, the next scene, the edit is just Gal Gadot jumping out or getting out of her car in this flowing white gown <laughs> as a fucking <laughs> goddess. And I was yeah. like, she's okay too. <laughs> <laughs> like Kristen Wiig is very attractive and she looks great in this movie, but like Gal Gadot yeah. is like otherworldly. It's insane. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Let's talk about, let's talk about Max Lord. Let's talk movie. about it. Let's talk about the Played Mando. by the Mandalorian himself. Yeah. Pedro Pascal. Um, Let's talk about him and the what? plot. Yeah, because it, it, that's the main plot point. Oh, good. What is the plot? Because uh, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It was so, all erased. They took their wishes. So back. there's a, uh, a wishing stone in this movie, mm. which is fine. Like magic plays into the Wonder Woman canon. So not a big deal. Um, however, whenever Max Lord goes to get the stone, he's stopped by the most devious of fiends, someone closing a door on him. <laughs> oh, I no. can't simply just, like, he could have just been like, oh, wait, before you close it, what was that on your desk? And, like, walk in there and grab it, you know? Like, I thought the exact same thing. I was like, literally, all you need to do is grab it and wish. So all he has to do mm-hmm. is just grab it right there and be like, I wish she doesn't whatever you find out that there's yeah. more to it there's like one wish and he's like trying to accept it in his body but he could have literally done that right then and let me, moved on let me ask you if you are a power hungry businessman <laughs> and you had one wish do you think whether you come across this wishing stone or a genie's lamp or anything do you think you would ever make the wish to be the genie like, right why why was that the wish Walk why was that not to be like all powerful yeah yeah, I'm like, what? what is his motivation anyway? Like, yeah, why not just wish for money and be done with it? And like, it he seems didn't have like to he, work again. <laughs> like, yeah, he purposely burdened himself. Not yeah. only does he have a day job, but now he has a new career as being a wishing stone. Like, what the fuck? Like, he already doesn't have time Man. for his, his, uh, why do they keep putting children in this movie? <laughs> he has a son who's just like. <laughs> the absence of charisma <laughs> like i hate to say it but like they, they're not doing great casting on like kids on uh, yeah. these wonder woman movies you know um i think like i remember liking the kids in shazam so i know it is possible yeah. in the dceu uh, for them to cast um children uh who are enthusiastic or what do you call them good actors yeah uh but not in this not in this film series it doesn't exist in this continuity yeah not, not till later um, um but yeah let's uh but so what what is his name again maxwell lord uh, i totally forgot already um yeah that's how much it stuck out to me um i i had known i just wanted to say going into this i had found out uh for through some interviews that this movie wasn't going to end with like a huge battle at the end like the first one did and it was going to be more a low-key mm-hmm. story overall and then after i saw it i i had seen a thing with uh patty jenkins jenkins is that her name the director mm-hmm. um that she said that the studio forced her to do the ending for the first movie the way it was that she had had a quieter ending uh and mm-hmm. so that intrigued me and then we got into this and i'm like but yeah you forgot to even have like a villain really <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of quiet endings this was possibly the quietest ending yeah. because it's just somebody just like talking in a lower volume voice yeah. Like yeah. all this noise is going on and it's like how does he hear welcome welcome to <laughs> asmr wonder woman uh you would yeah. watch the fuck out of a gal gadot asmr video i y- yes yeah. <laughs> in a number of ways you know pants up pants down hey, you know? hey, hey. um shake it all around the uh the 
the story here where like I still don't understand. And I meant to look it up on Wikipedia mm. just to see if it made sense. It but then I was sometimes. like, you know what? Let me let me see if uh, Stephen. Let me see if, hey. if Stephen can explain <laughs> this to me. So he gets the powers of the wishing stone, but he, I guess he feeds off other people using him to make wishes or something. Like I don't understand mm. why at the end of the movie he's got like the satellite array where he's like trying to grant everyone's wishes at the same time, but that makes him feel good about himself or something. Yeah. Like I, what is? It's very is muddy. The, from from my understanding, it's like you get one wish. He wished to be the wishing stone so that people could touch him and he could grant their wishes. But there's no explanation that I ever gathered. Maybe it's just that they do talk about one time that he had like clearly researched this stone because he had all those drawings of it and stuff. Uh, yeah. So maybe he knew already, but it's like that that when you wish for something, you have to give something up. So it's like he mm-hmm. I totally accepted, even though I thought it was stupid, I totally accepted that. He was the wishing stone. He had to get people to make wishes that would grant him things that he wanted, but it was through them. But then he would mm-hmm. be like, right after they did that, he would just say something that he wanted to take from them. And I'm like, I don't think yeah. that's how it works. Like, I don't think the stone was sitting there thinking. I mean, I'm like, what can I, I don't know. Like, it's just, it was very weird uh, and not very well explained. And I didn't realize until like 40 minutes after that, that he mm-hmm. was saying this stuff that he wanted like he's like well i want all your power or all your guards and uh, when that happened with the the guy in egypt and he was like i want all your guards i was like i don't understand why they're going with him this doesn't make any sense to me at all and it was like 40 minutes after that that i was like oh he's taking the stuff like by verbalizing it which is just muddy it's just why why like it's not it's not interesting it's very boring um it makes no sense you know yeah it seems like he could just verbalize it instead of having to grant people's wishes like I don't I yeah it does not make any sense to me like it's such a convoluted I ability or yeah I, I don't know because it, it makes sense to me like okay he's got the wishing stone and like toward the beginning of him getting that power he says to somebody uh, I wish I had you know this don't you wish that for me as he was touching them and they would say yes and so that technically grants that wish that makes sense yeah. that's a, a one-to-one type yeah. thing but then like later on especially at the end of the movie where he's just like broadcasting himself and he's like, just, just look at me and tell me what you want. He's, it's not like he's going cool. Now I want that for you. And like, there's no, first of all, he doesn't have to like physically touch them all of a sudden. Why was that ever a thing? Do you remember to begin with? Do you remember when he asked, he's talking mm-hmm. to the president and he's like, yeah. yeah, we have all these satellites clearly like already set up on posters for you to walk around the room so we can talk about them. But then he's like, yeah, uh, yeah, so it touches every electronic device. And he was like, it touches them? It touches <laughs> them. And, and the president even says, like, well, I don't know how it works, but yeah, I guess you could say it yeah. touches them. And I was like, that's you explaining it away? God yeah. damn, that is lazy. <laughs> but but they made... The writers of the movie made that a stipulation that yeah, you have you to, like, have touch to them. <laughs> you didn't have to include that. That wasn't set up in a previous movie. That was in this movie. You didn't have to do that. That was on you. That shouldn't have been a stipulation to begin with. Man. So, yeah, where like at the end of the movie where he's granting all these wishes, he never says, okay, Carl Younger, but I also want to take your thing from you. Like, he just starts getting powerful, but he's literally doing nothing but like, I guess, granting people's wishes or whatever. And then, yeah. 
so so much of this doesn't make sense i remember when you and i first <laughs> talked about the original movie you were unclear and this happens with like uh justice league as well where you're like why does the flash have lightning or whatever oh, yeah, like yeah. what what is wonder woman's powers like what can she do so mm-hmm. when they go steal the jet and <laughs> i literally almost said steve rogers but when steve trevor yeah. gets in the 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 jet like i'm like how does he know what that is like is the body of the guy he inhabits is he a jet pilot no Mm-hmm. Uh, at least it's unclear, but he doesn't say that specifically. Uh, so I'm going to say no. Yeah. Um, but he just magically knows how to use it. And the last time he flew a plane, it was in 1941 or whatever. Before that. Yeah. So, like the twenties or thirties. Yeah. Oh, Cause World War well, I, that's I what learned. I was saying. I was like, it's I like learn, yeah. muddled. Cause it looks like he flies stuff from World War two, but I'm like, it's World War one. I'm mm-hmm. very confused. Yeah. Yeah. But we can all safely say the technology between yeah. <laughs> World War One, 1984, exactly the same. So he hops in this jet, and at first he, like, flips the wrong switch. He's like, oh, that didn't do anything. Let me try another one. Oh, there we go. It. it all magically works for me. It's great. Yeah. So they're trying to escape the airfield. And I had seen something on Twitter before I watched the movie about the invisible jet, like, playing something into oh, it. Okay. And I was like, well, how are they going to do that? Because I see they're in a jet, and this Wonder Woman is in the jet with them. Maybe this is the scene. Sure enough, she's like... Oh yeah, I tried this once and it worked. And she mentions um, using uh, casting like in, uh, invisibility on a coffee cup or whatever. We hadn't seen that though, right? I didn't. We have not seen it. She just talks about it like, oh yeah, this is a power I have. I just haven't. I tried it once with a coffee cup. Where right? does this power come from? <laughs> this is like, are you telling me in like the last fifty years, like going back further, like since she was a child, yeah. if you learn you can like turn stuff invisible, guess what? everything's invisible to me oh yeah, yeah. i'm turning every i'm gonna try it on everything yeah but she magically turns this jet invisible for reasons um secondly yeah. you don't need to do that again this is a problem with the writing of the story because later spoilers she flies unaided yeah. she mm-hmm. can just fly does not need a plane at all but she didn't I know, know she, that yet right i guess that's again I- <laughs> this is something i would have tried i feel like you could try this later on she does use her lasso like in the beginning parts of the movie as like spider-man's web to like Mm -hmm. swing around and stuff and i think it looks cool though the lasso can just magically extend itself yeah several several hundred feet thousands possibly she she literally grabs onto a jet or another like commercial airliner later on (laughs) and she's like not anywhere close to it so yeah yeah hundreds and hundreds of feet of lead yeah yeah very confusing so uh yeah they they talk about getting into a commercial airliner and he's like, I want to fly that. And they go and like, look at one and then they find the jet. And I was like, Oh, this is going to be her invisible jet. Like it all was like very telegraphed or whatever. But, uh, Mm -hmm. then they get in it. And I thought that scene, like they go through the fireworks, like it looks, it looks cool or whatever. But, um, I was very disinterested in it because I, I, I'm just not a huge wonder woman fan. Um, and Amanda at that point, uh, was like, oh, I I bet if you're a big Wonder Woman fan, this is probably like a really big moment. Like this this means something. But she was like, I don't care about this at all. And we were mm-hmm. talking about it because I was like, here's the thing though, and I think we talked about this for the first one, is that uh, Wonder Woman is a beloved character to a lot of people, and they're kind of failing on mm-hmm. these to, in my eyes with these movies. But I'm like, I just go back to Iron Man. Like I I had heard the name Iron Man. I think as as much as I could have told you before the Robert Downey Jr. first movie came out. And he became a beloved figure to the entire world with those movies. Like they did such a good job to introduce him and sell people on him or whatever. And they're not doing it with this. And so I'm like, 
this should be like these movies should be able to make me a huge fan and it's turning me further away and i don't <laughs> yeah. i don't understand anything about it like i don't understand any of her power so it doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. so those scenes i was like if you're a fan i i i would imagine that that jet scene is really cool but i mm-hmm. was like this isn't necessary again it's just another scene that's like okay it's here and then that's it like there's no there's no gravitas towards it you know mm-hmm. so yeah and I don't know if this was in the first movie or whatever, but I, I'm familiar with her blocking bullets with her um, wrist guards or whatever. Yeah. But like she uses her lasso to do it as well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, is this is this the thing she can do? And this is me. Yeah, I'm a comic book yeah. fan. Like I don't I don't remember ever seeing this before. I'm like, <laughs> OK, okay. and I, I don't mind them like adapting things for movies or whatever. And it is like kind of cool. But like she already has a, a thing that can do that uh, yeah. pretty well. Um, I thought the lasso fighting was pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. She used it pretty. It was pretty effectively. Yeah, but man, I'm just she's um, she could do like whatever the story needs. Evidently, like the invisibility thing. Yeah. I was like, guys, <laughs> well, what are we doing? Well, here? that part she's like, oh, he's like, where the way I fly, they won't see me at all. And she's like, oh man, radar. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was the whole impetus for it it's just it's just all silly um god there's something else you said about the whip though i was gonna say uh i don't know just just being a fan and then and seeing some of these things i had a lot of questions about some of the things uh that she uses but then if you have questions about them too or you don't know like what they're going for uh, clearly they're not explaining it well enough but um yeah some of her some of the, her abilities and then the effects behind those abilities just really don't uh don't go that well there's a missed opportunity with all the like lasso stuff and it being used as a whip they miss an opportunity to include the song whip it by devo which came out in 1980 guys what are you doing i understand it didn't come out in 1984 but it'd be around you know we hear music all the time that came out in previous years it's fine okay I think that was God a real, a super missed opportunity. My, my guess for it, and I, I don't think this is right, but I, it just being so jarring, that there wasn't 80s music in it. Uh, my guess was like, since they're not really releasing it in theaters, that they were like, we had licensed all this like pop music, but let's just throw the score there instead because we're going streaming. Like, let's just, let's just make this like as streamlined as possible. And I'm like, yeah. they had to have had hundreds of millions of dollars for this. I don't think that that really did that, but I'm like, it's just inexplicable otherwise to me. Like, where did it go? Why, why is it not there? Like, mm-hmm. look at Stranger Things. Like you mentioned, like there's something about that music that instantly transports you there. That's like the easiest mm-hmm. thing to do in any like period piece at all. And then uh, they just really don't do that. And mm-hmm. as a result, uh, it doesn't feel very 80s. Like it looks that way sometimes, but uh, yeah, it's just very silly. I had a thought toward the end of this movie where... Um... Well, first of all, let's talk about uh, Chris Pine's character Please. who essentially dies off screen. <laughs> I yeah, I guess again. What is he I even? I did not understand what was happening. Yeah. And then she was like, as she walks away from him, he's fully off screen at this point. She says she renounces her wish. And then there's not like any uh, magical anything that happens in the background. So yeah. I'm just like, what if he okay, exploded? Like behind, he- it's like blood. <laughs> So when when she wished for him to come back, I guess silently, which, mm. yeah, I didn't have to verbalize, which, again, going back to Max Lord's thing where he verbalizes wanting to take something away from oh, like, yeah. it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Do you have to verbalize something or not? Good but point. 
he he comes back chris pine comes back but somehow he inhabits somebody else's body like yeah. how is that part of the wish seems like other things just materialize out of like yeah. nowhere yeah like you why know? does that make sense what happened to that guy <laughs> like, yeah but it's his yeah, mind it's weird you know? but so it looks like this other guy like but to her it looks like chris pine i guess or maybe she just gets that vibe yeah. from him or something like that i was but, looking at it as like the so, quantum leap yeah sort of that's look. what i was thinking yeah. too yeah mm-hmm. Which, hey uh, wonder woman 1984 where's ziggy okay <laughs> um so my thought was like this is weird okay everyone i need you to not cancel me for this <laughs> just go along with it all right so she she ends up sleeping with steve trevor which ends up being this other guy right mm-hmm. yes we don't know anything about this guy he is very fashionable and at the end of the movie he talks to Diana, but not in a flirtatious way, which is bizarre because he's a good-looking guy. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we can all agree Diana's hot as fuck, right? But there's no flirtation going on there. So I'm like, wait a minute. What if this guy's gay? <laughs> and she, like, slept with him. Like, that's, that's so wildly invasive. Oh, man. Yeah, what if on the street he's like, my dick has never been in a vagina. Never and mm-hmm. never will. And she's like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Did I do that? <laughs> oh, yeah, we man. had to pause it uh, during those scenes where it was like showing the guy and then it was Chris Pine. And I was like, oh, this is how they're going to do it. Because we didn't know going into it. We knew Chris Pine was in the movie, but like, you know, as the audience, everybody. But we didn't know how they would do that. And then I, I read about it afterwards on, on Twitter and stuff. And people were like, so what the fuck? Like that g- other guy, though, like. I guess he just disappears for a little while mm-hmm. and it's fine. But like to me, it just uh, I didn't know how they would bring Chris Pine back or why or like what the importance would be to her, her story mainly or the plot in general. And looking back mm-hmm. on it, it's another thing that I'm like, he doesn't need to be there. Like yeah. we had the movie with him. He died and mm-hmm. she should be able to move past that. by that was like 60 years ago. Like they should be able to move past that by now. And her have mm-hmm. other growth things. She can think about him or like maybe have a flashback or whatever. But like, yeah, he didn't really need to be there. And I don't think it did anything for it. And it really made it worse for me because I was so yeah. thi- I was thinking about too much of it all the time. Again, it was just con- it's so convoluted, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want her to have any other boyfriends either. It makes sense. I'm on board with you. <laughs> I get it. She's for us only. <laughs> You get it. I mean, yeah, there was a certain point where she and Kristen Wiig looked at each other and I was like, oh, OK, we're going we go. there. Ooh, Island. Of I was, it had to have I, happened I, once, right? Yeah. I mean, honestly, they're mm-hmm. like, what's up with that? Like, how do they mm-hmm. procreate? I don't understand. I don't know. I was ready for Kristen Wiig to pop the sniz on <laughs> or pop the tab on that sniz. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm I mean, she's uh-huh. cheetah, right? Yeah. So, hey, what did you think of her like final form as a human cheetah? lady um amanda was my favorite because she when they first showed her face amanda was like that just looks like a makeup tutorial that i would look at on youtube (laughs) of someone trying to be cheetah like for cosplay (laughs) which i 100% agree with um it reminded me a lot of the movie cats what i've seen of it like just that that was so recent as well you know guys release the butthole cut (laughs) of wonder woman 1984 yeah we didn't even get to see any buttholes of this uh so that was very upsetting Um, we didn't even get to see any buttholes patty jenkins 
They better be in Rogue Squadron, damn it. <laughs> um, and then, X-Wings, yeah. more like brown X-Wings. Yeah, right, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, yeah, so I, for one, I didn't, I didn't really like it. I thought the effects in this movie were pretty terrible most of the time. And it is, mm-hmm. it really shocked me because I thought that way in the first one. We talked about like the the little girl again, like playing in the grass and it's like, clearly she's like on a green screen foam mat and and it was like (laughs) digitally altered and it's like so weird and i was like here you have marvel which not only looks really good but like they've pioneered some special effects with like de-aging technology like they were the first Mm -hmm. ones to really nail it and it be convincing and they've done it multiple times and i was like these movies like even they they panned across at one point in the her photos in her apartment after the mall scene and i'm like her face literally looks like cut out and pasted on these photos like (laughs) what is that it's it's just jarring to me all the time and uh yeah there's a lot of that so the cheetah thing to me felt that way um i also again i i I even went back to try to find it out Kristen wig already got her her wish on the stone but how does she turn into cheetah (sighs) thank you (laughs) i have that same question does she get another wish because they established you can do one again the writers established (laughs) the writers of this movie established you get one wish but she gets multiple yeah what no charity she already got it yeah and like during that time i was like because of the whole lead up and i had heard that she like turns into like the more um comics accurate version of cheetah Mm -hmm. where she has like fur and, and whatnot i was like so she initially wishes to be like diana to where she like gains like super strength and like all these extra abilities gets hot or whatever. But I'm like, so does she just like magically transform into being a cheetah somehow? Yeah, like and why? Why would she want like, to? Yeah. In the comics, she like either drinks a serum or like mm, makes has sense. some type of like ancient artifact that like whatever. But this is like, I'm making a wish on a thing that will only grant you one wish. Unless you ask it a second time. Yeah. Then oh and then, that to you. there's multiple people that make wishes with ands and i'm like you can't just keep yeah. anding things like you can't or can you <laughs> or can you yes and yeah. it's the improv of wish making so if you yeah. ever come across a genie lamp you're like hey genie here's my and, first wish yeah. like 94 minutes later and also in addition yeah. to and another thing not only that but yeah i think uh also this movie I like the first one and this is what i'd heard about so i'll, I'll spoil this i guess what i'd heard about a rumor of how the first one was kind of ending, or at least the, the interpretation of it is like, it wasn't going to be a big battle. It wasn't going to be that Ares was an actual person that she had to fight, you know, physically on earth and whatever. It was going to be like mm-hmm. it, like the movie was kind of going towards where it was like war and poverty and all these bad things of humanity were kind of the, the bad things that she was fighting or whatever. And that first yeah. movie. And then in this one, it's like, you have to have everybody renounce their wishes. Like everybody that's used it to like, decrease the power or whatever which was very confusing uh but i was like everybody that just saw this broadcast around at least the united states but around the world or whatever uh has been wishing for stuff and you need every person to like do that there's a, a part where they mentioned that and i'm like there's some dude eating a burrito and it's like all he wanted he's like man i really just want a burrito right now and he's like mm-hmm. mid-bite and he's like fuck that i'm not giving this up like i want to keep going mm-hmm. uh but also the again what's the villain's name uh maxwell lord maxwell lord even mm-hmm. if he renounces his wish, then he's no longer the stone and everybody's wishes goes away. Anybody that wished on him, right? Like, wouldn't that just end it? Yeah. They would just need him. Yeah. And he does that. And then still people have to do it. Like 
it relies they, they try to do this grand scope of this of it being about humanity and our decisions and like like going back to her childhood thing with like being a cheater or whatever and then like not doing that now and like did you say being a cheetah that's where it wow, comes into play that is that's why she turns into, into a cheetah you cracked hey, you it. know diana you don't want to be a cheetah <laughs> wait what smash cut to modern day <laughs> barbara minerva does want to be a cheetah oh man you really cracked that wide open that actually kind of makes me like the movie we we did it together no, yeah you know what this movie's great it's pretty good if you look back on i'm it. gonna turn it on right now <laughs> um well, i'm trying to think there's this other thing it's just there's so much um yeah it uh i, I did feel in the beginning I, I, with the the superman kind of feeling to it um i feel like mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that they would do today um and even marvel movies or whatever like in the context of that kind of world where we had fewer super superhero movies and they can be brighter and more fun or whatever like there's a lot of stupid stuff that happens in those old superman movies we're totally cool with mm-hmm. you know um yeah. like lex luther's like plot lines is his like world taking thing uh oh, like taking over the world things are always like really absurd or whatever yeah but we go with them you know and like there's something mm-hmm. now though that, like that just doesn't really work and or you'd really have to work at it and it didn't quite get there with this um and so it leaves like a different feeling a different taste in your mouth or whatever and they i i i don't know like they're there's something missing when i watch these there's just something missing that i'm like they're not quite what they're going for and i don't know really what i want out of us uh like a wonder woman movie uh, especially but um it's definitely not this again going back to that scene in the mall at the beginning of this movie (laughs) where like after the whole scene takes place there's a news reporter where it's like um we uh, uh they said something about, like they don't know Wonder Woman exists yeah. in the world or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like she's an unknown quantity for the most part. Um, like a mysterious woman. Mysterious woman. And by our the a couple of people we've spoken with, a couple of people, it took place in the middle of a crowded fucking right. mall. Literally like, every person saw it. If, if they weren't in that specific part of the mall, no worries, friend, because yeah. she was spider slinging exactly. all over that goddamn mall with her lasso. Yeah. She was everywhere. You couldn't not see it. Conservatively, 500 people just saw her. But <laughs> she has a headband battering that she can throw at cameras, so it doesn't matter. And everybody yeah. knows the recording device doesn't have a cable running to an uh, like a separate yeah, right. recording <laughs> from before uh, equipment. That. <laughs> it's all like in the tape. All you did is destroy some property, Diana. Oh man, what are you doing? Maybe she just Good really Lord. hates cameras. I mean, it could be. She's an ugly. But woman. why? Like what? You know, <laughs> maybe she's carrying some holiday weight, and she's like, you know what? This is, I'm not feeling this right now. Can't have that. She's carrying the weight of that movie on her fucking shoulders. That's for sure. Oh boy, she's trying. <sighs> you try um i wanted to also mention because i i rewound it a few times by myself and then when i showed amanda i had to rewind and show her too uh the effects during that mall scene uh as well there's (laughs) there's one part that that guy uh and even like that whole scene that the the villains the guys are like jumping into the um jewelry store to like rip things off it felt very much like Mm. a superman movie it's all silly and stuff but i was like yeah this is fine this is cool whatever uh that he picks up that little girl and holds her off the edge and Diana comes mm-hmm. in and swings and picks her up. And the, the way she drops her off on the ground, it's like mm-hmm. totally fake CGI. And she goes off screen 
And then the camera mm. kind of like moves over and the little girl was clearly like on a second shot. They were like put her on a, like a little like horsey thing and she's like rocking it. Yeah. And it looked so poorly done that I'm like, mm-hmm. again, like, I just don't understand uh, where the money went with the effects and stuff yeah. or whatever. But uh, that also kind of leads me back into a point I lost earlier. I was trying to get to was that I stopped it at 40 minutes in because I was like, this is at least fun and silly. It's not great, but I kind of get what they're going for. And then, like, halfway through, like, it just doesn't even have fun anymore. Like, uh-uh. it just gets muddier and muddier as it goes along. And yeah. all of that stuff that felt like that adventure and stuff goes away. Like, the the whole, like, scene you're talking about where she flips the truck and flies off of it. None of that scene is fun. And it's not no. anything like the Mandalorian just did it in a 30-minute episode way better than that. Like, just like two weeks ago or whatever, you know, like a, mm-hmm. a heist sort of thing, whatever, with all these bunch of cars and stuff. there's just so much more we can see and like that's not intriguing or whatever anymore like there there's so Mm -hmm. many cool things they could do with her and they stick to some of the same tropes and they're just not well played and then it's like the whole thing just kind of falls apart then well uh in that same scene where she like flips over the truck um they're in some um where some like uh desert country i can't remember which one they're they're in but she like saves those kids kind of she like swoops down to like get them but then she like falls off she loses her grip of all things like she okay sure why i love that the kids were playing in the street like yeah it's a village of of 30 people on the side of a a dusty road they could see those Mm -hmm. people coming for the last five miles why are they still playing in the street (laughs) <laughs> makes no sense you just make some new ones it's like anyway so literally they just need to stop the scene and they've been going too long yeah. <laughs> and they're like uh let's have her save some kids and then they get away yeah. but does she because she like swoops down picks them up loses her grip on the rope why i don't know it doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense uh but she like rolls on them so hard <laughs> like on the ground i think she like lands on them it's like wow again that's just squish of blood <laughs> they, they <laughs> They probably could have just like moved off to the side of the roads themselves, you know, like it's it's yeah. insane. Um, she's going to just like, hey, stop. kids, move. And they're like, all right. <laughs> yeah. What? OK. Or she got like pushed her like whip out there and like done, done the thing. Um, she hits like a, a guy in the White House with that. And he like Sonic booms back or whatever. Mm-hmm. She could have done the same thing um, yeah. for those yeah. kids. But, you know, the writers didn't know she could do that. Her hands that were in the script. It's the desert. That's right. It's the desert. That's right. <laughs> It started playing the theme from Eight Mile. Her palms are sweaty. Knees weak, arms are heavy. She comments that uh, there's vomit on my sweater, Steve. Oh, it's mom's spaghetti. Oh, no. I'm nervous. No, it's but actually. On the surface, I look calm and ready to drop bombs. It's the br- the brains of the children she crushed. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's not spaghetti. <laughs> uh, we got to talk about this gold armor that we hinted Please. at earlier. Yes, because I, I have like questions. the gold armor. Kind of uh-huh. came out of out of nowhere um and uh it came out of like a, a separate like storyline called kingdom come whatever it's fine mm-hmm. i like that they incorporated it i think it looked cool um my confusion is well actually let's back up mm-hmm. uh she tells the story to trevor about where this armor came from essentially and like who wore it and it was this this um warrior uh who like staved off all of the it looked like a bunch of uh the the men from 300 is what it looked mm-hmm. at or it looked like to me i was like fuck yeah i'm kind of with that <laughs> yeah whereas like cutting down on that uh that he manness mm-hmm. of it all which I'm, I'm totally fine with but we see an eye looking through there and i'm like i wonder who that is and we find out at the end mm. uh, of the movie it was um the original wonder woman Linda Carter. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like sincerely excited to see yes. her in this movie. Uh, and by the way, yep. looks 
fucking great. Yes, same here. We both said that. And I was like, mm-hmm. that scene ended and I was like, that was the best scene of the movie. 100%. Really just knowing that she's out there and that was her. <laughs> that was the best part. And Amanda was like, she looks fucking good still. And I was like, hell yeah. 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 Um, I'm with but you. Anyway, so we'll, we'll fast forward to when Diana puts on the armor. And uh, that's when she meets the final version of Cheetah, where she's mm-hmm. all like furred up and whatnot. Had that makeup tutori- tutorial on that's YouTube, right. <laughs> you know, sat down. Um, and I think, I think Cheetah looked okay but it was very hard to see her because it's a dc superhero movie so it has to take place at night that final when that happened final showdown and i god damn it wonder woman's armor and her lasso are so bright in that scene that i couldn't see cheetah for the most part and i'm like i'm not too far away from my tv and i have a pretty good sized tv i feel like i should have been able to like clearly identify her but it was it was hard to to see her at that point. I think they did that but, on purpose because <laughs> they were like, yeah, "Don't look probably, at it, right?" <laughs> yeah. Don't. Oh, can it. we add rain to this? Oh, we ran out of money. Okay, fuck it. Just just tipped it down darker. Yeah, exactly. But the thing that cracked me up is there was, um, you know, she had built up this armor and be like, it's so so like heavy duty and everything that um, it's it's almost like impenetrable or whatever. And so she has a showdown with Cheetah, yeah. and I think for her armor to get fucked up by Cheetah is like. Okay, it, it almost got fucked up immediately in use for our our hero character, right? Mm-hmm. But maybe that's them showing like how powerful Cheetah has gotten. So okay, I'm willing to go for that. The thing that cracked me up is that she fights Cheetah with these wings on. Um, the wings are a little bit fucked up. She throws Cheetah to the side, <laughs> and as she's like standing there, she takes the wings off, and the music swells. Yeah. It swells. <laughs> I'm like. Why is the music swelling here? You're not doing anything. The the lead character is losing parts of her armor, yeah. essentially. That's the coolest that's like, part. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I was so confused by that. Yeah. It's like the music is triumphant as the lead character is kind of getting her ass handed to her in a way, you know? Yeah, I totally it's, agree. It was, it was weird. Such a weird choice. Like so many odd choices in this movie. I was trying to explain it to my wife afterward. And she was like, what didn't you like about it? I was like, well, this, this, and this. She was like, I didn't really notice that. And I was like, well, you're not as picky, I guess. Did I don't she know. like it? I may- Brandy? Uh, she was like, yeah, okay. Heard. It was a movie, I guess, you know? Like, she's never, like, really into too much. Yeah. Um, that's her, her main feelings about me. She was like, yeah, he's okay. <laughs> he's good. He's here sometimes. Yeah. I mean, you're already married, so she keeps you around, but. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it simple yeah. that way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I may- yeah, my wife, she was like did not care we just laughed about it the whole time made fun of it the whole time it was great <laughs> yeah um and again like i said we, we watched the first one in theaters as well so we wouldn't have done that but um she had liked it you know when she first saw yeah. it and stuff and the girl powerness of it or whatever and i think she likes one yeah. enough as a character and stuff she wasn't like a huge fan of it but she likes that property and everything but mm-hmm. um yeah this one we both just trashed uh and i oh yeah uh the wings thing um that made no sense to me because basically I guess I guess it does make sense because they show like the Linda Carter that we know later on, whatever her mm-hmm. name was from Themyscira. Uh, essentially, all they're doing is like just making an armor that she can like hide in while the men like pound on it or whatever. Like, but clearly mm-hmm. she lived, you know, uh, but then they Diana wears it uh, and Cheetah just like rips it to shreds. And then the music swells when she takes it off. And I'm like, yeah, you should have done that a while ago. Clearly, it's not helping you like. All it is is just you're living in a bubble that she can beat yeah. the shit out of. So now you can see and you can use your arms. But I'm like, then what is the point of the wings at all? Like, it's yeah. <laughs> literally just for the moment she put it on to be like, look, she has it. And then 
That's it. Yeah. It's not like it helps provide flight because we know from earlier in the movie she can just fly unaided. So it's it doesn't doesn't make sense. It really really doesn't. Oh man. Um, I do I do like the idea of using them as a weapon, similar to way uh, the way that um, uh, Sam Wilson does as the Falcon Mm -hmm. in um, was it Civil War? Yeah, that's where he starts using them as like. Good Lord, what am I trying to say? Hmm. He kind of uses them as a shield and yeah. sometimes as a as a weapons. Well, there's the end of that sentence. Anyway, that's what I. But what I like. you make me think he does it better, right? Like they yeah. they use them more, and and that had already happened. So you have to you have to build on that. We have a mm-hmm. as an audience, we have that as like part of our 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 knowledge base now, or whatever. I guess you know that we've seen that. Yeah. You have to do better, or make it look as good, or make it do something interesting with it, and it's like literally she talks about it early in the film she you know you know she's wearing it from the posters she mm. wears it gets the shit kicked out of her and she throws it away and i was like what is the point yeah. of any of this <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. um yeah you need to yeah. do more um mm-hmm. so what did you like but um <laughs> huh well the movie was over after a little while so that was good a long while it is it did seem like this movie was 11 was, hours it long was long it was a we long movie. We paused at one point, and I was like, Amanda said to me, like, man, like, they haven't done a whole lot, and I feel like we've been watching this movie for a long time, and I was like, Amanda, mm-hmm. um, we're 50 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> and we have, like, an hour and a half left. She was like, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. It's long. And it doesn't move at, like, a quick pace. No. Like, there's a lot of, like, downtime where you're spending it with Maxwell Lord, where he's just, like, talking about he was so boring business stuff yeah who cares like why why do we have to Again, do this he felt kind of like lex Luthor to me like he was just like a businessman who wants to run the world or whatever like and it just mm-hmm. if you just kind of like think whatever that's fine or whatever but i'm like mm-hmm. and and marvel has uh an infamous problem with a lot of their villains too and we've talked about that sure. before or whatever mm-hmm. but um still like uh after mandalorian being so great and pedro pascal is obviously just awesome in general i'm like man they really like didn't do much with him i don't know why mm-hmm. it was him like you could li- mm-hmm. i could literally put any other actor in that place and, and and do the same exact thing like he doesn't do anything he literally just becomes he wishes he becomes the wish thing and then he mm-hmm. has people wish on him and that's it yeah like doesn't he doesn't fight you know there's no point to it yeah i feel like and especially since like you said if he renounced his wish that solves the whole thing like you don't need everyone else on the planet to renounce it um and i think a good solve for that would be to somehow have uh cheetah put his son in peril and then at that point he's like forced to renounce his wish because that just cancels the whole thing right however i think diana putting her lasso around his leg as he's like confessing everything which he seemed like he was gonna do anyway Mm -hmm. um and then making every television on the planet. And for some reason, computer screens, even though they could not handle that type of right, this resolution. Is 1984. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that. Uh, sure. That makes sense. Let me ask you this. No, How does she bit. wrap her uh, her whip around his leg? I think she had tried a couple of times to like throw it mm-hmm. at him, but he had like a force field. And so. Again, kind of like the way that Steve Trevor died, it happened off screen mm. to where she like just wrapped it around his leg and he wasn't paying attention. So I that's guess? what I'm like. Again, like they set themselves their own rules. 
and then they mm-hmm. break them because I'm like, they show her twice using all of her might <laughs> to throw that thing at him. <laughs> yeah. And then she, I think something happens. She's like on the ground or whatever. She like falls, mm-hmm. whatever. And then she's just like mm-hmm. whispering all that stuff doing the ASMR and he can hear yeah. her and they're talking for some reason, even though he's in this vortex of this bubble and all this shit. Uh, and then you look down and it's like this whole time she's had the whip on his leg and it's like, what, what, when, why, wh- yeah. how you literally I, just I, show you could not do that. <laughs> yeah. And that also he, he goes to a specific part of that, like bunker to have cameras on him. And there's no point where he like walks out to the center of the thing where they acknowledge that the cameras are on him now. So mm. it's almost like he's walked entirely <laughs> off screen and is like, he's not mic'd up or anything. So I don't know how that fixes anything. And what was he in? I, I had literally just seen the Terminator franchise. I watched all those movies and uh, I'm mm. like, it looks like he's going into one of the things to time travel in Terminator. Like what yeah, kinda, is that yeah. bubble? What is all that stuff? I might've just zoned out at that point too. Maybe explained it. I, I really, the last half of that movie, I was on my iPad a lot. I was like, I'm out of here. So, yeah, my dogs are very upset about exactly. it. Exactly. I could hear it. They're, mm-hmm. they're like, yeah. dad forced me to watch this fucking movie again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well, I, I asked you for a good thing. Cause I'm trying to think of a good thing. I liked, um, that, mm-hmm. that mall scene actually overall was, was okay to me because mm-hmm. it was, it did make me think of like, an adventure film from the seventies or eighties, like an adventure superhero movie. But, uh, yeah, (laughs) they are very insistent. Yeah. Mom just got home. So they're, they're excited. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, even that, like, again, I'm not sure what I want from a, from a superhero or a wonder woman movie, but I haven't seen it yet. And, uh, I, I don't know at this point, like, I had higher hopes for this one than I did the last one, and maybe that even hurt it more because it was just a train wreck. But uh, it's hard, really, for me to find a whole lot that I really enjoyed about it. Krista Wig was fun; she's always great. Um, Gal Gadot was was great as Wonder Woman, and uh, that's that's where I'm leaving it. Yeah, confirmed. Yeah, Chris Pine, <laughs> yeah. the the little bit he was in it, he was kind of fun. But um, beyond but that, but didn't need to be um, there. So then it's like, yeah. I like yeah, him. Yeah. I liked him in it. Mm. Yeah. Extra anus, yeah. you know. Um, extra anuses. So. That's right. It was extra, extra anuses. anuses. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. Anything else for you on it then? I don't think so. Man, like, I really didn't mean to do this. No. I didn't want to do this. I really It's just whenever we get to talking to. about it, it's just so fun to pick mm-hmm. apart and be like, man, this was awful and that was stupid. And mm-hmm. just, it's just weird choices. It's just weird what choices. What are we doing? And it. I'd heard this from other people online too, uh, that they, they were like, it makes me rethink sort of like Patty Jenkins, like whenever she was announced Mm -hmm. for, uh, Rogue Squadron for the Star Wars movies and stuff. I was like, yeah, cool. Mm -hmm. Even though I didn't like Wonder Woman, I was like, yeah, fine. Like Wonder Woman 84 looks better and like, that's cool or whatever. But now I'm like, after watching this, I'm like, I seriously don't know about her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I gotta watch maybe other things she's done. I'm not sure what else she's done. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, it really makes me be like, well, this is two now that I'm like, these are really bad misses uh, mm-hmm. to me. So it's really, I don't know. I don't know what to think about her at this point. Oh, yeah. She did Monster. What a weird thing. OK. Yeah. That one I, re- I remembered. And I like that movie. Yeah. Um, from what I remember anyway. But I didn't realize yeah. that was her last movie before Wonder Woman. 2003's oh, Monster. Really? And then 2017's wow. Wonder Woman. 
she did some TV and stuff, but like that's yeah crazy. Damn, yeah, that's a big a big leap. Yeah, that's really surprises me. Um, Damn. Yeah, I wonder how it's she like got involved a, in that. It's like that leap was so big it was on wires and poorly <laughs> constructed in a film. <laughs> Oh, also, uh, Diana can lasso lightning at this point. Yeah. Okay. What? Okay. It's not a physical object. Yeah. Like it's, I guess it's like plasma, but it's so fast. Yeah. I, and she's just like, well, there's a lightning bolt. Let me go ahead and wind this up <laughs> and toss and connected. And then let me have it pull it through. And I'm Spider-Man. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'll just, I guess I'll. Well, my boyfriend just died. I guess I'll just fly now. He, yeah. He talked about the wind and, once. Yeah. <laughs> he talked about passing wind, passing gas. I don't know what it was, but mm-hmm. he said that you feel it and you let mm-hmm. it fly. And yeah. So I did that. Yeah. And that flying scene took forever. Like it was really a long, yeah. a long scene. And you it looked so it. weird. Yeah. All the weird like arm motions. Was like, is she trying to paddle through? You know, what looked better than that was uh, Hook. The movie Hook, Hook with uh, Robin Williams. Yeah, there's a scene where he flies oh. through the clouds. I'd much rather watch that scene. <laughs> they should have just put that just in put, there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did really put her face on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still same costume. Yeah, though. exactly. That's weird to turn yeah. green. I don't know. That's weird. That's uh, well, right. well, well, well. Uh, we did mm-hmm. it. We watched it. It happened. We recorded another podcast. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is another milestone, you know? Like you said, it was our second episode. I think so that we recorded that that was so long ago and uh we were so fired up then to talk about the first movie and uh it feels like kind of full circle the original Mm -hmm. wonder woman movie was discussed on episode two of this very podcast and here we are discussing the sequel to wonder woman two episodes after episode 175 Mm. as we all know milestone episode yep i don't even remember what we talked about no idea on that really probably bad i think it was a bad one one of what what of many <laughs> oops oh yeah well uh let us know you know if you guys want to, to talk about this on social media or whatever uh you can find all mm. our info in the bottom i mean i'd love to talk about mm. this with with more people um it is fascinating yeah, if you if you want to talk about it on social media email us and let us know and then we'll <laughs> think about it we might we'll engage consideration yeah depends yeah. on your feelings of it um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I don't have any problems with anybody liking anything and I, I'm trying to get even more into mm-hmm. that, you know, like mm-hmm. what you like and whatever. But, um, if you love Hitler, love Hitler. <laughs> God damn it. That's what Steven's saying. <laughs> Steven said that you heard him, you heard him just now. But it's like, to me, the first one, my big point was like, even if you like it, I'm like, yeah, but it could have been way better. And like, I want people that are big fans. Like, I, I want mm-hmm. to be a fan of this. And I also want people that are already fans to get the movie they deserve. And I don't feel like either mm-hmm. of these have done that for me personally. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you enjoy yeah. it, that's totally cool. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, if you listen to this this long, then you either felt the same way and you mm-hmm. laughed along or you at least take this in stride or whatever. But um, I hope there's a better Wonder Woman out there eventually. Uh, I, you know, is <laughs> Yeah. I was just thinking of this this morning. The next time we're going to see Wonder Woman <laughs> is in the Snyder Cut, which comes out <laughs> in a few months. <laughs> it's got to be gold. We all know that already. <laughs> Look, um, so I've been uh, thinking about like what we can do in 2021 for episodes and whatnot. I've got a few ideas. And one of them was like, should we go back mm. and do like a DCEU rewatch? And after watching this movie, I don't think I can do it. <sighs> oh, boy. 
I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I can make it. It was a slog. I, don't think I, I know there's way more Marvel movies, and that's part of it. But it was a slog to get through those movies that we love so much. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know how many of these there even are now. There's what Man mm-hmm. of Steel. Let's go through them. Let's let's name them real quick. Yeah. Is that the first one of this okay. of this new series? Yeah. Men of Steel, BVS, BVS. Dawn, of, Dawn of Justice, yeah. Dawn of Justice, SVU, Got BVS, it. DOJ, Department <laughs> of Justice. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna work. Uh, th- then um, I think then Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. No, wait, maybe yeah, Wonder Woman. Then Justice League. Mm-hmm. Then I don't know if this is the right order, but like Suicide Squad is in there. Oh yeah, God, I totally forgot about that one. Aquatic Man. Mm-hmm. Um, Shazam. Oh, and Shazam. Yeah, and then you know i think and then this, this is right the next move. so what's so was that eight eight my stomach keeps growling i don't think you guys can hear that I'm, but i'm classically bad at counting fingers yeah. so <laughs> well yeah, you I'm don't have as eight. many so. gonna, yeah i don't have, have more i don't know it's hard uh, i don't it's hard yeah time uh, travel <laughs> you had that wishing stone and you just kept wishing for mm-hmm. less and more fingers over and over again so why well, i asked to be the wishing stone and it, and it told me no yeah oh wow the the stone can just deny you wishes i didn't know that so that's the confusing thing wow hmm. was like can i stone. have more fingers they were like mm, okay okay Let's try. <laughs> let's try. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's not as many, obviously, as like the twenty or whatever, or the eighteen. I think at the time, maybe when we did our rewatch uh, of the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. but these were way worse, and so it would feel like forty <laughs> movies. I feel you know, uh, it would be interesting to to. I, I'll watch the Snyder cut eventually, yeah. at least whatever. And and you and I talked about you know we had a lot of fun watching the uh, the first the original Justice League together drunk. That mm. really helps it, you know, when you're kind of bashing it with your friends, hammered. But uh, yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, I just kind of stay away from a lot of these. Oh, I was going to say that I I, I saw yeah. someone um, refer to this instead of the the DCEU, the uh, DC Extended Universe. They they called it the DC mm-hmm. Multiverse, and it seemed like it was something like official from them or mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know if that's what they're trying to call it now, but I was like, I can mm-hmm. actually get behind that more, and really think like some of these are connected, but most of them are just one off, whatever. Like uh because they have like the joker movie which is completely different character like you know actor and tone and all this mm-hmm. stuff and it's like they're that kind of works for what they're doing even though none of them really work um yeah you know they're they're so disjointed but at least that way uh and kind of like kind of to your point i think you were kind of getting this earlier that this one could have just been like a standalone story like i didn't need steve trevor in it i don't need to connect it to the other one i don't need her to talk about anything else like it could have just been an adventure story they are leaning so mm-hmm. far into that so just do an adventure story, one-off thing. And I feel like maybe that is kind of what they did, but like they were trying to pull too many strings together and it just mm-hmm. kind of falls apart. So um, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I got words, but I, I got to stop. They're just going to keep flowing. <laughs> do you remember this I bullshit? Would... It's just like keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I was... I was legitimately trying to think of like what I would consider to be the worst DCEU movie. Mm. I'm like, I don't... At this point, I don't know. We're all tied for Which last. I guess is a feather in his cap. Yeah. There like, you go. Yeah. Hey, hey, we're Warner Brothers. Can you pinpoint <laughs> the worst DCEU movie? Bet you can't. Bet you can't. You think it's going to be one, but then you're like, but then there's this other one. Huh. Mm. Boy, what a conundrum this is. And they're like, so, and here's another turd on the pile. Mm. <laughs> is that in the McDonald's wrapper? Yeah. yeah. Man. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, this was really fun to talk to you about, though. I've, I feel like our, if I, I, I'm a, ashamed and afraid to go listen to our second episode. That's probably terrible. Just mm-hmm. we, weren't as, we weren't the pro podcasters we are today, obviously. Uh, but 
Yeah, that's that's very true. But I remember uh, having a lot of fun kind of, you know, just bashing it with you and just having a good time, just kind of ripping it apart. And honestly, that's what we did today. It was a blast. Yeah. Uh, I got a lot of feelings out that I was feeling last night and I, I needed to let them out with a friend and I'm glad we did that. So. Same. Yeah, we exercised the demons. Yeah, exactly. Put yeah, him, that was good. We put him on that, that stationary bike, exercised <laughs> yeah. him right out. Um, so yeah, as I said, you can contact us in the show notes below. There's all of our info mm-hmm. for social media or email or whatever if you want to talk about this or anything else. And uh, mm-hmm. otherwise, uh, anything else for you, Brent? I think I'm good. Talked out. This is like long like you. Episode. I feel like I could go on for three thousand hours about this movie. <laughs> well, but we're about matching we'll, the, we'll it the length of the movie now. <laughs> just about, exactly. but this is better than that movie. Listen to this and not that movie. You know, you can't say it's not better. Yeah, I mean, I guess you can, but yeah, you could, but you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, this was a blast. Uh, I'm glad at least that we get to talk about it and uh, uh-huh. have a good time that way. Uh, mm-hmm. If the movie wasn't that great, so uh, anyway, mm-hmm. uh, until next time, I'm Steven I'm Brent. Uh, let's talk later. Patty and drinkers. <laughs>
Um, I feel like present me is the problem mm-hmm. with reality <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I keep fucking shit up, man. Yeah. <laughs> Sabotage my own life. <laughs> I sabotage my past self and then my future <laughs> self has to come back to fix all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Old well, man. At least Brent. I have my shit together in the future, I guess. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Or maybe you're on the run. Oh, you, like you had some bad chili. <laughs> God damn it. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> that one really grosses me out. The runs. Ugh. Yeah. Just that, that terminology for it. Mm-hmm. It's it's very it's it's weirdly descriptive because it doesn't really mean anything, but it means yeah. everything. Yeah, like it's too much. If uh, if you see someone that's like running and you call them a runner, you don't immediately think of like diarrhea, cha cha cha. But mm-hmm. we do associate that with, um, you know, if you say someone has the runs, like you said, yeah, you do immediately think of hot lava shit coming out <laughs> of their buttholes. Well, that does happen with like marathon runners, right? So maybe that's where it. It's like they, they get to mile 23 and sometimes they shit themselves. I, I don't think so. I've never, like, I've been to a lot of these runs. And I just I don't hear remember. about it. I mean, I guess if they're trying to, like, propel themselves forward sure. a little bit, like if they need to pick up the pace. They were just trying to fart. And, oh, man, not again. <laughs> Look, short running is a problem, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but it can be prevented. But I I could see, you know, in my in my mind's eye, my mm. mind's brown eye, where somebody might be like, "Oh, I'm, I need to run a little bit faster." Release the gates. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're trying to sabotage the runners behind them, like a James Bond car. Oh, calling all y'all! It's a sabotage. Hey, you know? yeah. Oh, like s- an oil slick. Yes, they're, like trying, they're to trying to slick <laughs> up the road. <laughs> Little do they know, though, the the runner right behind them slips past them. It makes them yeah. go faster. So. Oh, they can just ride it like a surfboard. Exactly. Exactly. Surfboard. Yeah. I can see that. That makes sense. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, this all makes sense, I feel. Hey, listener, if you're listening to this uh, (laughs) while eating, uh, we're sorry. Especially if you're eating, like, chocolate. Oh, man. I mean, we're not not meaning to do it. However, if you're on the toilet listening to this, you're welcome because we're with you. Steven and I will keep you company Mm -hmm. on the toilet. Well, you're, well, rooster telling that hot lava duke by Dr. Booty. <laughs> That's right. We're here for you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> while you're <laughs> sitting there power washing the sides of your toilet. <laughs> you know, they oh, say the, the best... <laughs> The best way to clean dried shit off your toilet bowl is to hit it with wet shit. <laughs> oh, so, really? Yeah, that's what they say. Good Scientists. To know. I, you know, I called uh, Bill Nye and I was like, "Hey, what's oh, the yeah. best way?" He's like, "Let me stop you right there." <laughs> Adjust his bow tie over the phone. <laughs> he just <laughs> not really a, uh, a person who curses a lot or um, mm-hmm. is scatological, but Bill Nye, he gets raw when you call him. Scatological? Yeah, just out of the blue. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Man. He's a good guy. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> I'll answer all of your shit-related queries. Preferably off-air. Like, he's he's not trying mm-hmm. to record a TV show or YouTube video based on that. But, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you're like, so, I don't remember eating corn, but... There's and he's like, well, <laughs> adjust bow tie. Let me, let's get into it. You know? Adjust bow tie. 
I want that to be like in all of his scripts. It's yeah. like before he speaks, they're like adjust bow tie. And then he's like, oh, yeah, yeah that's right. I should. Yeah. Just to make sure. I'm talking shit today. Got to adjust that bow tie. Yeah, that's right. The top one and the bottom one. Wait, what? what? Oh, yeah. You didn't know. You didn't know. Oh, wow. He's got a bottom bow tie. Mm-hmm. Mm. Bill Nye's a bottom? Well, he's got a, a bottom bow tie. I don't know what his proclivity is. Like, it's fine. Either way, whatever he likes Does to do. Does he have a bow tie on his bottom? Or well, it... he wears it around his waist. It, like, oh. is on his dick neck. He's got one around his, 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 like, <laughs> neck neck and the one on his dick neck. Okay. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Um, it's a visual that I didn't expect to, to see, you know, when I watched mm-hmm. his show sometimes as a kid. Um, I didn't expect that, but it makes sense. Yeah, it's a little bit like a chastity belt type of situation. <laughs> oh, Bill, Bill Nye a freak. Bill Nye a freak. Oh, yeah. We all know this. Yeah. Look at that guy. So when you are that knowledgeable about like science and all this stuff, you're going to try some shit. You're going to, well, mm. I'll say it, experiment. And he does. Wow. Yeah. You said it, sir. Mm-hmm. The, the thing, okay. So growing up, there were two kinds of people, right? There were people who were Bill Nye the science guy people. And then there were people who were Beekman's world people. And if you're asking yourself, what's Beekman's world? I don't know what to tell you. Um, yeah. It was like a similar science show, but it was, uh, it was funny. It's comedic in nature. Mm-hmm. It was uh, bonkers and uh, bananas a little bit. And uh, I, I fall squarely in the Beekman's world camp, though I do appreciate Bill Nye, uh, you know, now. Yeah. But... You know, if I had to draw a line in the sand, I'm a a Beekman guy. He had a friend who was a giant rat named Lester. Did you watch this? Have you ever? I, when you said it, I was like, I remember he has like crazy hair and like a green Mm -hmm. jacket. I remember that. So I know I've seen it enough. I did find this picture of him with his rat friend and a a female companion. (laughs) They are going to gangbang. Yeah, it's very, uh, the, the rat is very upsetting to me. Uh, so he's great. He had like a, uh, I think like a, a Boston accent or a oh. heavy New York accent, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's right. He was the original pizza rat, if you will. That makes sense. Um, yeah. And then. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. He, interesting. Okay. He would have like experiments and like show you like how, like one time they were talking about like vomiting and like how regurgitation works and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I would uh, flip over to Bill Nye, the science guy. And he'd be like, here's an experiment you can do. And then he would not tell you how it ends. He would just be like, well, you just do it yourself. I'm like, you, is this a TV show? Can you just do that? Can you be like, here's, the, asshole. here's the beginning of a plot. We're not going to resolve it. You fucking figure it out. Mm. You write it yourself. And I did not appreciate that well, as a child. I got to say, too, I, I would have thought, uh, especially from this conversation, that and, and just the general, like how people talk about Bill Nye, I would have thought he was the OG and that Beekman's world was the copy. You know, they're like, oh, science programming, like making it fun for kids is like all the rage. But uh, Beekman's world premiered in 1992 and it was a year later uh, that Bill Nye premiered. Actually, Mm -hmm. a year almost to the day, September 16th to September 10th. Mm -hmm. So uh, Bill Nye is actually a cheater and a copier. Mm -hmm. And we should shame him for this. Uh, He is the poor man's Beekman's world. Science is a lie. <laughs> Man, I, yeah, I don't trust any of this. I'm not getting a vaccine anymore. No. I'm totally anti-vax. Um, I'm not even wearing a mask anymore. I'm not even sure what to believe. Mm-hmm. 
I take yeah, that back. I, mean, I can't even say that. Guys, wear a mask and get your vaccine. This is fucking crazy. Let's get over this break shit. Break here. Yeah. yeah wear, wear a mask. Stay indoors if if possible. Yeah. If not, you know, climb wash trees. your hands. Stay away from yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Wait, what'd you say about trees? What? Did you say fuck trees? No, climb. Brian, I'm not crazy. Climb trees. I figure if you need six feet of distance, climbing a tree is probably a good way to get away from people. Okay. And then fuck it. I mean, while you're up there. <laughs> Reach into Look, your bottom bow tie. You- Grab, grab a condom. <laughs> what else do you have to do? You know, you're up a tree. Might as well fuck it, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think that's a. I think we got a good sync word out of that. I like uh, bottom bow tie. Bottom bow tie. I love it. Bottom bow tie. Okay. So let's sync with this. <clears throat> this is what the show is, right? Yep. So at this point, we're in the outtakes. People have heard all the show that came before this. Um, they're probably enraged over several things, but this is probably mm-hmm. the worst, worst one. Yeah. And this is how you and I, in the timeline of recording, are starting the show for I, us. I love that. Uh, we, it's yeah. like we get all the good jokes out, and then the people hear it last, and they're like, wow, why? what happened during the show? It's like they ran out of gas, and it's like, we did. Yeah. We, we spit it all here. The rest yeah. of the show is going to be crap, I guarantee it. <laughs> crap? Hey. Oh, more scatological talk. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Brent, you should check. I think your butthole fell open again. It yeah. fell open. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what was that? Oh, my butthole fell. Oh, oh. it's open. Oh, oh no. man, not again. I forgot to zip it up. It's like a trap right. door with a mm. broken latch. Broken. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good name for a bar. I don't know why, but yeah. It is. Yeah. Just the broken latch? Yeah. Why not? I like that. Yeah, the broken latch. Yeah. You want to go to the broken latch? Yeah, I would totally go to the broken latch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make sure to leave your pants at home. Hey, and Sal, no underwear this time. Okay. I suppose. Oh, he's English. All right. Weird. Oh, cool. All right. Change. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, bottom bow tie on three. Bottom bow tie. Bottom bow tie, not bro tie. Got it. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Got it. All right. One, two, three. Bottom, bottom bro tie. Oh, oh, what would you say? Oh, oh no. I oh, fucked well, it up. No. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're bow ties together. I guess. That's right. Well, just hanging out on Bill Nye's dick. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. It's like the magic school bus. You know, could get smaller. He needed an answer to that as well. He's like, come on, kids, come into my bow tie. And we're like, oh, okay. It's on my Mm -hmm. dick. What? What's a dick? Well, boy, we're really going to, we're really going to start at the, at the beginning here. Mm-hmm. All right. When a man fucks a woman. Uh, wait. Uh, In the beginning, there were dicks. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the problem. That's why we have that's the patriarchy. That's the problem. The patriarchy. Okay. Yep. Damn. L-P-A-S.